Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Paige, Todd, and Mikey, Mike's on the wire. Hang in with Jackie, this pot is on fire. Twilight the Saga and Jacob so fine. Who needs a vampire with that wolfie behind? Twilight New Moon We waited too long to do this pod Sparkly skin, monstrous grin And we're thirsty for this one Charlie's still fine, Mikey still whines RTP's having fun with New Moon Jackie's back, Jacob's a snack And we're thirsty for this one Honestly? I'm Team Bella. I mean, seriously, girl, like, advocate for yourself. Right? Thank you for tuning in to Romancing the Pod. You had us at Hello, I'm Paige Wesley. I'm Mikey Randolph. And I'm Todd Schlosser. And joining us today as we continue the Twilight Saga is Jackie Zabrowski. Yay! Yay. Oh my God, thank you guys so much for having me because um, (laughs) in between the last time we talked about Twilight and this time, I have received a... Twilight tattoo. What? So, um, <laughs> you got a Twilight Jackie, tattoo? What? Yeah, yeah. I got on my arm. I got a fork. I don't know if you can. Oh see my it. god! <laughs> Wait, that's oh. it's got. It's a fork with a vampire face on it. <laughs> it's just got little tiny things. Yeah, I got up while I'm trying to record a podcast. Did I get up to try and show you guys? Yes, I did. Sorry about that. I appreciate the commitment. Yes, yes. One time at work, we had an intern, and they're like, "I got a Twilight tattoo. Do you want to see?" And it was a full back tattoo of the cover of the first book. No, oh. are you serious? I feel like we actually talked about this the first episode. <laughs> did we? Did we? I think we did. <laughs> Oh my god! Because I remember crazy. this story. I just have flashbacks. I'm like, oh. I'm so, at least mine is just a little fork. Yeah, but no, it's, it's the yeah. size of a fork. Yeah. you know. I I kind of love that because like unless you tell somebody, they don't immediately clock it as a twilight tattoo. That's all thing. The the little vampire face on the tattoo is very small. Yes. So then it just looks like I like to eat, which I do. <laughs> yeah. Forks have done a lot for me. I I want to get it. <laughs> I want to get a Twin Peaks tattoo, but I just want it to be like Laura Palmer's hands so that people just be like, ooh, hipster bitch. And then I'm like, no, nerd bitch. It's all good. Hell yeah. These are the hands that carried me when you only saw one set of footprints. (laughs) We're doing New Moon today. I don't think we actually said that. So sorry. Yeah. I have never seen it. Nor have I. Until this morning. Yeah. Mikey, I watched it just now. Literally finished the movie 30 minutes before this started. I have no idea what happened. I don't remember anything. It was a chore <laughs> to get through. It is. I may pause this movie 30 times. <laughs> it is. I have, like I said, I've made this joke uh, multiple times that this is the book where almost nothing happens. Yeah. yeah. That even in the book, there's just like chapters where it's like April, 
May. There's nothing yeah. on the pages because she's so devastated. Yes. Yeah. This is like a handbook of toxic relationships in a way that I wasn't expecting where like every relationship is toxic. And I was like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not Team Edward or Jacob. It's Team Charlie. Like you kind of got to like forever. No, it's like team like everyone needs a therapist. Like yes, <laughs> team mental health over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, like, I hadn't finished the books the last time we talked. So now I delved into into the whole world of like this person ruined a generation of young people thinking yes. that they should be either Edward or Jacob because one or is <laughs> brutally controlling one kisses her at some point not in this movie against her will her father is completely fine with it their relationships are so toxic yeah you hit the nail on the head yes how many times do you want your daughter to wake up with a cold sweat screaming at night before you're like, maybe we should get you somebody to talk I to? I forgot about the scream <laughs> nightmares in this movie. I do love it instead of, hey, maybe let's get you someone to talk to. He's like, you got to go fucking live with your mom. I can't handle this. I got to get <laughs> yeah. a good night's sleep. I was like, damn, dad. Not not only that, you got to live with your mom or you got to start fucking my best friend's kid. Like, <laughs> one or the other. One, or two, one or the other. <laughs> I, I saw this in theaters when it came out and I had actually like conflated this one and the next one because I thought this one was the one that had the wolf telepathy in it. And that's what? actually, I think, the next one. That's the next Don't spoil. One. Don't spoil that's it. the next one. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I remember when that happened, my sister and I were in the theater and we scream laughed. We could not stop laughing at it. It was the funniest thing. Neither of you prepared me for the amount of jorts I was supposed to see. Oh, the jorts. Words are a film. thing. It's like a. Uh, it's because they rip their clothes like the Hulk every time they turn into wolves. But like they rip yeah. off, right? <laughs> they don't rip, and like you don't see like wolves running around the forest with like half a jean short on, right? Although that would be adorable. See, but in the books though, they do. They are nude a lot more often. A lot. And that's why I'm sad that there's not enough nudity in this movie. Well, <laughs> see, this is why you got to watch True Blood because yeah. when True yeah. Blood gets to werewolves, it's just nude Joe Manganiello for like three whole seasons and it's great i was like those boys love their jinkos what is happening with them well also in the book if i remember correctly they like stash jorts around the forest they do so that wherever they are they have have like a clothing stump that they can get new jorts hey uh jacob where's the closest jort stump (laughs) yes and it was definitely stephanie meyer just explaining a way that they would be hulk naked all the time and so like that's why i love that Holt naked is a classification. Yeah, at 16. Yeah, he's supposed to be 16. So there's only so much you can really show. Right, um, right. On, on screen. Yeah. And then they made her friend like really weird. The one who like throws up during the action movie. I was like, what's his deal? He's just in love with her. Yeah, he's in love with her. He's not really a, f- it's tricky because he's a friend, air quotes, but like even in the books, he is, he literally only hangs out with her because he has a crush on her. That's always been the thing. Yeah, but why did he throw up in an action movie? Like, what happened? Uh, he claims he was sick ahead of time, but I think he's just sensitive. Yeah, I think it's sensitive. I think he's not like the other boys, just like Bella's not like the other girls. Yeah, yeah. he's different. He probably would have respected her boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> he could have respected her boundaries. It's Harry Potter. 
possible. <laughs> Except, how disgusting was it when they both had the open palms? Did you guys do that in movie theaters? <laughs> I, no. Okay. <laughs> like Jesus. I have experienced this as an adult, which is probably more troubling. You that have? I, someone did this to me in the backseat of a car as an adult. Which is why I will go back to my statement. Holding hands is more intimate than kissing because it, you have more I mean, visual cues that you can kiss someone than hold their hands. I Well, also, holding hands, like, not everyone will see you kiss and it's only going to last a short amount of time. But if you're walking around holding hands, like, people see that and it is a, like, they are together. Yeah. You know? At least in, in America. Culturally, we do not hold hands unless it's, like, family or you are together unless you're bella who's like you can hold my hand but it's gonna mean something different to you and i was like that's the weirdest sentence you could tell a person <laughs> yep she's not wrong though she, she's not wrong <laughs> yeah. i would say there's definitely a clear case of he is not listening to her say no but she is also using him for emotional vulnerability Completely. and boundaries need to be drawn oh, on both sides in there. I, but i will say at one point in this movie she says that to him more or less like she says it a couple times yeah i should not this is selfish of me to do but here's what i'm doing and instead of like in that moment instead of being like well okay I think I can just be friends or no, I can't just be friends with you. We should stop seeing each other. He then, I guess, just didn't realize that that's what she was saying. Be weary of anyone who promises you they'll never hurt you because <laughs> I always say I'm going to try really hard not to intentionally hurt you. Good for you. I will definitely unintentionally hurt you. <laughs> but if you're a werewolf, you have to protect her. Yeah, you have to protect her. I feel like watching this, no one should be Team Edward or Jacob. But I remembered reading the book and being like, I might be Team Jacob at this point. Oh, I was totally Team Jacob at this point. And then watching this movie, I was like, I think I'm Team Jacob. Like, he's not perfect, but he's also 16. So, like, you know, you give him some leeway, I guess. Yeah, he's not... A pedophile? Yeah. <laughs> He's not 109, 109 and super trolling. I do think that, like, they have, like, the same amount of chemistry at least as Edward and Bella, which is to say they had no chemistry in this movie. But <laughs> they really did show in the movie how much, uh, like, not that much of a relationship she and Edward had. By the, right. At this point, when she's like, but I need him, it was always him. Like, why? You've known him for like two months, girl. <laughs> yeah. That's, you can find another one. Go, I know he's 16, but at least this one's here and he does want to protect you. Yeah, and you've known him since childhood. Like, that's a thing that the, the movies don't cover as much, but the books do, is that she yeah. and Jacob have actually known each other since they were kids. Yeah, because they were friends when she would come up to visit her dad, right? Right. Yeah. I was Team Cliff. Team Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, oh, I hate that all of these men are in love with me. I was like, wow, this is definitely an interesting choice that they've made. <laughs> this is a fantasy that Smyers yes. lived in. Oh, yes. yes. You guys remember all that time in high school when everyone wanted to sleep with you? <laughs> that was all of our experiences. <laughs> Right. That's oh, why we all yeah. got into comedy, That's right? That's why I got into podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a stand up comedian that insults people because I was attractive in high school. Great. I'm a therapist, basically the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and how did that roast make you feel? <laughs> Fine. I mean, hey, it's going to make me feel okay when they're flying me to Tokyo, right? I know, yes. right? That's cool. Anyway, do you guys want to jump into this movie so we can get to it scene by scene? Yes. Because yes. there's a lot for some reason. There's a lot of runtime in this movie. It's yeah. so long. Well, it's it's two hours of not much. Of nothing <laughs> happening. Dude, the new yeah. moon reveal is so slow. Like when they're yes. revealing the title of the movie at the very beginning, it takes like 
15 seconds, which is such a long time. Yes. It drove me insane. Yes. Oh, I want to do one disclaimer before we jump in. Oh, okay. I, I feel like this is my responsibility as a professional. Great. If you're in a relationship where someone threatens suicide or says they're going to commit suicide for you to get more attention or to them to get attention, that's unhealthy. If you're doing it, it's bad. If they're doing it, it's also bad. Seek help or seek an adult, please. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was like, this is all very bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then she starts doing it to Edward. And I was like, no, girl. Yeah. <laughs> or his ghost or whatever. <laughs> was he really projecting? No. Okay. okay. Even in the book, it's just her. It's like it triggers something in her seeing it. He doesn't actually know. So hang on. She is full blown hallucinating yes. Edward throughout. Wow. Yes. I thought this was like huh. part of his mind reading thing or no. whatever. Oh, my no, God. No, it's just his voice. Yeah. That's where I was, Todd. This makes it weirder for me. Yeah, this is all very new to me. Guys, when I tell you that, okay, so on the last episode, I said the craziness scale goes one, three, two, four. I'm wrong. It's one, two, three, four. They just get progressively crazier. Okay. And you are not prepared for four if you think this is weird. <laughs> this oh is my insane. God. And so we're not spoiling the fourth one, right? We're not talking it after this. Oh, I'm fine with you spoiling it because they will forget by the time that we get there. <laughs> I remember nothing from the first movie, Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> when I was watching this, I was like, Forks, that's a weird name for a town. Fully oh, yeah. not remembering that's where they I were. Was in like, the first oh, one. yeah, Anna Kendrick. Oh, yeah. You don't remember <laughs> the giant cactus? No, no memory. <laughs> that's how we know she was from Arizona. Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh, yeah, that one. You know, feel free to spoil stuff because I know there's some stuff in this that kind of lays foundation for four and some of the crazy shit in four. We will have plenty to talk about by the time we get to four. So spoil away. All right. Hell yeah. So this movie opens with a quote from Romeo and Juliet, which should be your first red flag. <laughs> Wait, I have another question before we start. Is this really what women who because I had a lot of people who were into this. They wanted guys like this after this. Um, This explains uh... a lot about my past if that's the truth <laughs> i don't think it was like build enough hard enough that edward is so controlling i feel yes. like it really i think it really glided over the like I, I think that it was what people wanted even though they shouldn't have wanted it yeah because it was so glorified well i think this and i think the same thing about 50 shades and 365 which we've kind of done parts of or all of on this show yeah I think it's the desire is to be wanted. And it is that idea of this is a fantasy that you probably shouldn't explore in real life. <laughs> but the idea of what if somebody desired you that much, if you were that important. Yeah, like a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, like a serial killer. I think that's where a lot of this is. And I think for like a mousy teenage girl, this idea that you would be the center of people's attention is very alluring while not necessarily thinking of the practical applications of that. And I think that's what gets a lot of people for these books. I know for me, that was definitely probably a part of it. But then also, once they introduced Jacob and I was like, they're friends and they're funny and he's the buff one. Like, why are we even talking to the vampire? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I sort of feel like I was a fly in the wall and like Paige's therapist office while she was having a breakthrough just then. Oh, no, 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 no. Paige has known this for a long time. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, the quote from Romeo and Juliet, I think it's pretty on the nose where like 
that's another story where young people who don't understand what love actually is unfortunately take their own lives. And that's basically what happens in this movie and the book where it's presented as romantic, where it's like, I'm so in love with you, I can't live without you. And it's like, no, 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 we should maybe talk about this a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like, soulmates are not real and uh, people are people with flaws and you need to be able to kind of have your own happiness because, you know, people can leave and other things like that. But this book is not going to go into it at all. Am I expected to believe that, like, Edward did not get down from the time he was turned till now? Like, yes. Oh, really? He's 109. She's not like the other girls. He's not. She's not like the other girls. That's a dry spell, man. Yeah, that is that is quite a dry spell. Well, it's Stephanie Meyer is super Mormon. And so this introduces the ticking time clock of, like, they can't have sex till they're married and he won't turn her till they're married and it's like a big thing in the fourth book because they won't go any further physically because he's afraid he'll hurt her i know i know exactly what you're talking about Paige. i get mm -hmm. it yeah <laughs> i'm too in shape you know so i also have to worry about such things yeah i'm like tell me when uh -huh. can you sign this waiver <laughs> they end up like edging kissing in this movie do they where it's soak almost, like page are they soaking they may as well by the, and even by the time they do have sex it's so underwhelming it's yes. just so such a nothing that people waited for for years it's his first yes. time jackie just like yeah. your real first time it, i get it's it his first time. <laughs> he's been waiting 109 years can you imagine that would like no wonder he's so fucked up he waited 109 <laughs> years to have sex he's been pent up forever that's why that bed breaks <laughs> yeah. yeah i would not go into his room the fourth book came out my sophomore year of college because we went like at midnight to barnes and nobles to get it oh my god oh and by then we were like this is madness and the oh, movies had already started coming out and yeah. whatever but we were all like they're finally gonna fuck in this book and then we like got the book and read it and we were like fuck you stephanie meyer because she did that <laughs> bullshit of like and the next morning, and you're like, yeah, bitch, how dare you? Barely gave you anything. Well, yeah, she's a Mormon. Like they, I grew up Mormon. That's not gonna happen. No, <laughs> I will say at the end of this movie, when he m says "marry me," I gasped at the same time Bella did. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I, I knew it was coming. Her overacted gasp. I mean, and I did think it was like, man. Someone finally decided to act a little bit in this movie right at the end. And I appreciate that. She was like, <laughs> yeah. <gasps> <laughs> so we get a shot of Volterra where she's running through the red capes with no explanation. Then we immediately cut to a field of flowers where she's introducing Edward to her grandmother. But then it turns out it's not her grandmother. It's her because oh this is a God. huge thing in the books where she's worried that she's going to get old and he's going to leave her. I do love that she is just turning 18 and she's like, I'm so old. Well, it's also this thing of like women being prized for their youth and her sure. commodifying that in a way that she's just like, I'm not worth anything if I'm not young, supple and 18. That is sort <laughs> of what this movie yeah. says on some level, or at least that's definitely what she's thinking in this movie. Yes. Although I don't think it's fair if, you're, if your daughter is already nervous about that to be like, hey, I see some gray hairs in there. <laughs> yeah. And her reaction to it, if that's how my daughter reacted by me saying she had gray hairs, though, I'd be like, also, let's talk about this. Why are you <laughs> yeah. so nervous about gray hairs at 18 years at 18. old? He never talks to her about stuff. 
He never even asked her what your nightmares are about. He's just like, you okay? He's just like, stop <laughs> screaming. I haven't slept in months. Those night terrors, man. They're going to make me kick you out one day. Your gray hairs are probably coming from your night terrors. You thought about that? <laughs> you should talk to your mom about those. Uh, yeah. As a parent, if, if my teenager was worried that they would stop looking like a teenager for their boyfriend i have way more questions i'm like how old is your boyfriend yeah how old is your boyfriend yeah. and why why does he want you to look underage mm-hmm. anyway we find out it is her birthday yeah. and her dad gets her a camera and then a a like photo book from her mom uh and this is where he does make that gray hair joke uh but she leaves for school And in her car, we hear just on the radio briefly about the three missing hikers, which will then be five missing hikers by later in the movie. Yeah. So she shows up at school. She takes pictures of of her kind of group of friends that she never talks to. Uh, She literally only talks to them until Edward arrives. But at the same time, didn't you know somebody like that in high school? I definitely did. I know people like that now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and they were always the ones making out in the hallway. And then you could always tell when like whatever their significant other was sick because then they're like can i sit with you guys at lunch and you're yeah. just like we all have those friends where like their name pops up in your phone and you're like oh i guess they broke up yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man so we also find out they have a romeo and juliet essay due so apparently everyone's reading it so i'm guessing that's where bella got the idea for the shenanigans that happened through the rest of the movie when she woke up for her dream that she was like she fell asleep reading romeo and juliet because i was like oh that's why she had a fucking crazy dream she was reading romeo and juliet <laughs> right. to fall asleep yeah also who does romeo and juliet in senior year isn't that definitely a freshman year oh, yes yes yeah it absolutely. is freshman but bella's not the smartest so it sort of made sense to me that she's like in a remedial type class her career <laughs> plan is to become a vampire not to go to college <laughs> that is true she has no marketable skills <laughs> well i mean the only thing her vampire boyfriend does is go to high school so like that's kind of weird as well yeah. like i would never oh. want to be a vampire if it was you stay in high school forever no that would be terrible yeah so uh he rolls up and everyone literally her friends like know what's up and scatter or they're just like well nice talking to you bye you know well and she does turn around and then like edward shows up in slow motion like you can't tell by the way i use my work and then she's (laughs) glowing yeah and then like they just go off into their own little world and then jacob shows up and like hits on her right in front of edward i don't know it was weird oh yeah it's a weird vibe this scene well when she's dating edward she like wasn't hanging out with jacob at all at least in the books and stuff yeah so he hasn't seen her in a while And so she, when she sees him for the first time in many, many months, is like, you've gotten huge. And that's like a thing in the book, too, where it's like, hey, when did you turn into an Avenger? Like, what is happening? She even says something like, uh, you're not supposed to be taking anabolic steroids at your age or something like that. Yeah. Right. And I was like, I don't know. You should probably get away with it. I mean, he clearly is. So it's fine. And also, is he like, he's almost seven feet tall at the beginning of this? Or is it after he's become a werewolf? Like after he's come into age? He's never seven feet tall in this movie. He's like six foot seven in the books. In the books, he's big. Yeah, he's they, like they really don't big. include it in the movie ever. <laughs> Which is also why I'm attracted to him. Like, that's also why, like, I yeah. want the big, huge buff man yeah. that wants to make me a motorcycle. Yeah, I want to fuck that one. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. He's going to make you a literal motorcycle or make you his motorcycle? <laughs> Whatever he wants. <laughs> I'm fine with both. This is also, and I know we talked about this last time, where parts of this are definitely kind of lifted from the Southern Vampire series that True Blood's based on. Yeah. And in True Blood, Joe Manganiello is like 6'5". 
And like he is what she describes Jacob as and just it does not translate to film. I think because it's also maybe difficult to find people that big, but I think it's right before he turns because I think he gets taller where like they're kind of like he's taller than her initially and then all of a sudden he's huge because it's like a plot point that she hasn't seen him since the first book and then he's gigantic. Anabolic steroids, man. He got huge. But his balls are small, I imagine. I don't know. I don't know what happens. I mean, you see me. I clearly don't take steroids, so I have no idea. No, I had a similar experience pre and post lockdown, but it wasn't muscles. Right. They're like, damn, you got huge. And I was like, I know, it's awful. <laughs> Did you know you could make your own mozzarella sticks at home? Well, clearly you do. <laughs> uh, this is also where Edward jokes about being 109, and she's like, Maybe I should not date creepy older men. And I was like, Yes, run yeah, away. Girl. I know that is actually good advice you're jokingly giving yourself yeah <laughs> you've got a 16 year old friend and that's like two years but like you know it's not that bad but this is also where they try to kiss and it looks like they're actively trying not to kiss while kissing it's the strangest they do look like two magnets who are physically opposed to one another being <laughs> yeah. forced together mm -hmm. by a director behind a camera yes yeah i watched it and i was like how did we not know kristen stewart was in the closet like how did we not she doesn't want to kiss him she yeah. clearly doesn't are they still in a relationship in real life at this point yes yeah, Good they're dating Lord. in real life at this point. That actually makes a lot of sense to me, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm like... <laughs> you can be a couple of beards. I mean, you could. <laughs> but she goes into school. They sit through class where they're watching a movie version of Romeo and Juliet. I love that the teacher is mouthing along to the words as the movie is playing. I thought that was such a funny way to start the scene. Yeah. Oh, and also Jacob gave her a, a dream catcher. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. It'll come up kind of later. Maybe not. <laughs> But Alice also gives her a gift to wear that night at their house. They're not super paying attention to Romeo and Juliet because, again, Bella's career decision is to be a vampire. And yeah. Edward has already taken this class like 15 times. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that when like the teacher calls on him to like, who wants to recite the last stanza of whatever the fuck Edward like does it and more and he's like oh, okay yes. i guess you were paying attention that's that's on me i'm sorry <laughs> eyes back on the screen people <laughs> yeah but this is also where edward's like i mean humans are lucky because they can kill themselves <laughs> and you're like I whoa i was like oh my god i'm so glad i wasn't doing my job at this time <laughs> oh my god well and he says he contemplated it when she got attacked and he wasn't sure if she would come back from it uh that he was like well i can't live without her so what would i do and how would i do it and he's like telling her this it's it's such a, a real troubling conversation. Not good. <laughs> yes, Smyers really fucked up by encouraging teenage suicide with yeah. her yeah. books. Isn't yes. that insane? That yeah. so many young people reading this glorifying the idea of suicide? Yeah. And not just it's here. Awful. This whole book, this whole book yes. and movie, and nobody got through the studio system to make the movie and was like, oh, wait. Well, honestly, <laughs> no one really looked in that a ton until 13 Reasons reasons why they yeah. like didn't That's go to true. professionals until then. That's true. But okay, so vampires can only die by suicide by getting the Italians to rip their heads off. Yeah, you got to go to the vamp pope who I <laughs> referred in my notes. I called him the red pope the whole time. <laughs> But, like, you got to go to him, and he can Lego pop your head off to death. You can't get run over by a tank or anything? <laughs> or stake through the heart? 
Yeah. No. Oh. In Twilight World, that's basically decapitation is one of the only ways to kill a vampire. Okay. And pretty much the only way that can happen is either another like magical being like a werewolf or another vampire can pull your head off. And so in the battle in the fourth one, oh. it's literally a whole bunch of people ripping each other's heads off. It's great. Um, oh, I cannot it's wait. It's so fun. Oh, this is amazing. I but can't they're wait. not allowed to show any blood. So it's like they crumble into stone. Okay, but like you could like saw your own head off, right? Like, no. Yeah, like if Mikey and I were both vampires... I have a feeling that Mikey would just be chasing me around all the time, trying to convince me that Highlander's real, but we don't know because someone has to be the there first. There could be only one. Yeah. Only one. So, like, <laughs> I, I, I just fully believe that Mikey would kill me. Like, I don't see any reason why I'd have to go to, like, the Red Pope to have him do it. As much as I like Michael Sheehan, I don't think he would need to be involved. Well, and I don't remember if there's a thing where it's, like, knives and, and things can't pierce their skin. It's almost implied that they're kind of marble in a weird way. Okay. Because they do kind of crumble into stone when it happens. And like even in this movie, when they beat Edward up, his face kind of crackles. Cracks. It does. I noticed that. Yeah. I was like, cool. They used After Effects. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll burn a fun fact right now. Uh, a good portion of this film was edited in the backseat of a car while one of the editors was on their commute to the office. It shows. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> Must have been a real slow commute in because that's what this movie feels like. Yeah, two hours yeah. and seven minute commute there. I, that's basically my commute. I was like, when so I they live in LA. LA. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> they live in Los Angeles. Yeah. 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 So we cut to their house, the, the Cullen house that night. They're yeah. there for Bella's birthday. And we get a painting of the Volturi, including Carlisle. And this is where we get like an exposition dump of like who they are, what they do, why they do it. Um, this, I think, is cribbed pretty clearly from Anne Rice and oh, some yeah. of her interview of the vampire stuff. Yeah. But. They're super powerful. They are very, very fancy, but they don't have any respect for human life, but they want to keep everyone's existence a secret. Uh, and this is the first time we see somebody decapitate a vampire and they turn to stone. It was wonderful. Yeah. But this is again where Edward is like, I can't even think about somebody hurting you. Like the only thing that can hurt me is losing you. And she's like, well, what about that other vampire that's after us? And he's like, we'll be ready. Like, don't even worry about her. It's fine. You're my only reason to stay alive is Jesus. what he tells her. This is so unhealthy. Classic love bombing, guys. That's what this is. <laughs> yes. He's like, it's been 109 years. Have sex with me, please. Yeah. yeah. His special vampire power is narcissism. Well, <laughs> and, and it's not even have sex with me, please, because as you'll see when we get into the next one, she's like, I'm 18. Let's bone it out. Have and he's sex like, with me. Yeah, please <laughs> Please have sex with me. And he's like, no. No, and also what Inspired especially did in the book is she shamed, like she felt so much shame yes, from wanting to have sex with him. And so yes. much shame about it. How dare you, Spire, ruin all of these young people's brains? Well, and not only shame about wanting it, but shame about him saying no and being like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Yeah, it's real oh dark. Oh my God. And honestly... She should have just maybe thrown one in Jacob because, like, I feel like that would have been more fun of a time. Or get a toy. She's 18. Go get She's a sex 18. toy. Yeah. You live near Seattle. It's fine. Yeah. You won't be as <laughs> obsessed anymore. Tur you got it. She's got to get one out. Yeah. yeah. That's all. I think that it would provide a lot of clarity for Same. her brain of, like, oh, if I could just nut one out by myself, I don't need to be with this 109 year old that doesn't want to bang me. 
Yeah. I do love the thought that like if she just busted a nut like afterwards, she would be like, oh shit, I don't want to be with either of these guys. They're fucking terrible. I want to go to college and get a journalism degree. What is happening? I need to get more into STEM majors. (laughs) Well, it's not like Charlie would find a toy if she had one. He's hardly around. Like she could just leave it out. Edward would. Edward shows up in her room when she's not in it and goes through her shit. Charlie does go into her room anytime she screams. That is true. That is true. That He's is a true. good father. It would, it'd be really funny if in this movie he'd be like, suddenly the nightmare stopped. I can't explain it. Ever since she went to Seattle with her friends, it's been fine. It's been a different kind of night screams. Yeah. So we cut to the actual birthday party, which is like a Pier 1 Imports amount of candles, plus like every rose they could find. And they all give her presents. And as she's opening one, she gets a paper cut that bleeds, which is like an intense paper cut. Oh, yeah. And Jasper goes off. Like loses his shit. Just like if you bring cheesecake into my house. (laughs) (laughs) Hold me back. No. (laughs) Jasper looks really bad in this movie. Like they always really do Jasper ugly. And I think that that's not fair because I think in my brain, Jasper's really hot. And so it makes me so like it hurts my feelings Mm -hmm. how ugly Jasper looks. And not the actor himself, just what they've done to him. What they've done to him. Yeah. He looks like a 13-year-old Mozart. Like, he looks <laughs> terrible in this movie. Yeah, Jasper's like the brooding one of yes. the, like, brothers and stuff. He's like the dark, like, you wouldn't understand how I feel. He's just got to get that concerto out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, who would you cast instead? Like, modern day, it could be any. Who are you casting as Jasper? In my brain, it was more of like a Chris Hemsworth. Oh, okay. Um, is what I saw. Because in the books, which you're not, I, I'm not supposed to be in love with him because he was a confirmed. Confederate soldier. That's so right. Really, That's right. You're not I forgot supposed about that. Yes. To be in love with him. Oh, cast what's his face? The guy who plays all the Confederate soldiers. Um, what guy who plays all the Confederate soldiers? Ben, what's his face? Well, now I'm so intrigued. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm putting in Ben, Confederate soldier. Make sure to spell his last name, what's his face, correctly. It's, uh, <laughs> right, it's F-A-Y-S-E right. at the end there. Ben Marston. I didn't realize James Marston had a brother. No, maybe that's not him. But maybe cast that guy, not whoever this guy is. <laughs> not whoever <laughs> this guy is. Well, and they've got what's-his-face playing Emmett, because Emmett's also supposed to be, like, huge and basically, like, the jock of the group. Yes. And anytime I see him, I can't help but think of the one time he was on 30 Rock while all this was popular, and he played Lutz's cousin, who, like, just sits next to them at the writer's room and eats whole marshmallows. It's really (laughs) great and upsetting at the same time. But, yeah, because I pictured kind of more of a Chris Hemsworth for that, I guess. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, just someone. Well, then I'm also now, now you put Joe Manganiello in my head. But here's the thing is also remembering that it must be difficult to cast, like, especially with Taylor Lautner, someone that looks like they're 16 or 17, but also has these builds. That's a really finite amount of actors you could really cast. Ben Foster. Ben Foster. Oh, Ben oh, Foster. Oh, yeah. I can see okay, Ben Foster. That, that could work. You know, he plays a Confederate soldier in like so many movies. But he would look he older than this old. dude does. Like yeah. he looks yeah, fucking yeah, 40 now. <laughs> but back then he would have looked younger. No, he was still too old. He was a full adult by the time these movies came out. For sure. Because yeah. we used to watch him on Disney Channel as like kids. Yeah, he would be 29 in this, yeah. this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it would be little... too old for that. But I like where your head's at. Yeah. Mike. Yeah. I'll burn a fun fact. Uh, Taylor Lautner was almost recast for this one because they were worried he wouldn't be able to get big enough. 
Really? And so he spent literally from like the day they wrapped the first one to the day they started this one training to put on 26 pounds of muscle mass. Jeez, I'm sure that was a healthy process. Yeah. He's not 16, but like he wasn't far off. Like he was like late teens, early 20s max. He's one of the youngest people in the cast. So that was a pretty big undertaking. And then he basically kept that muscle on for like the last 10, 15 years. Go for him. So they take Jasper away, but in trying to protect her from Jasper, he throws Bella through a glass table, which is like <laughs> accidentally. Yeah, it's an accident. <laughs> Air quotes. Well, and in the book, she like cuts her hand, and in this movie, she's got like her whole arm is messed up. It's like it's multiple yeah. like cuts too. He's pulling glass out of it in the, in his office, wherever the dad takes her to sew her up. Yeah, in his office in the house because he's a doctor and he's like the local doctor for Forks. So when he like pieces out. They're like, I guess we just don't have a doctor now. You know, yeah. rural healthcare is dying off. It's very sad. This movie did foreshadow all of that. But yeah. he was, Carlisle was big in vampire government for a while, or? I think he was like a crony. He was like hung yeah. out with them, right? Okay. Yeah. Now, was it just me, or was there more, I feel like, connection and passion between Bella and Carlisle in that scene 100%. than Bella and anyone yep. else? And that like, when he's yes. taking out, they just kept like, like looking up at each other. And I, yeah. I re. Well, Rewatching it this time, I was like, man, why don't they start banging? She's like holding <laughs> his like ribs to like brace herself for the stitches. And I was like, Hello. As you do as a professional, right? like, hold my ribs. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Hold, my ribs. <laughs> hold my ribs. <laughs> Your doctors don't do that? No. <laughs> I might need a new GP now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and he tells her this whole thing of like, Edward believes that he's a damned soul and that's why he won't turn her, which is a thing in the book that he's very much a self-hating vampire and that's why he won't turn her. Well, when yeah. I go to help people, I'm like, hold my McRib, you know? <laughs> <laughs> when they're in season, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The rest of the time, it's a shamrock shake. <laughs> so uh, Edward takes her home and she's just like, hey, you don't have to, like, I, it's fine. I'm not scared of Jasper. It was an accident. Like, it's it's all good. And he's like, you should go inside. She's like, it's still my birthday. Like, can you kiss me? And again, it's like this painful don't want to kiss you kiss he looks like he's mid shit as they're kissing like <laughs> I it, know. he looks uncomfortable yeah. why do you want to stay with someone that makes you feel like that I don't know especially when you've got a hot muscular friend who probably would love to kiss you and have it not be painful and weird and wouldn't be cold no it'd be warm Paige this is the real the song of ice and fire right here yeah yeah honestly though because everything even like in the books they talk about how Edward is so cold and his touch yeah. is so cold his lips are so cold and marble like and then there's Jacob who's literally burning up with passion how do like why is the choice difficult when I was reading this book, I didn't understand what was so difficult about this choice. Choose yeah. Jacob. All day. Yeah. I, later on, yes, I don't think she should choose either one. Yeah, because later on he gets real petty. Yes. Because he's 16. I'm not 16, but I'm real petty, Jackie. I get real petty. <laughs> it's very much a, like, I can't believe you ever had feelings for Edward. And it's like, bro, like, come on. And then it's like Stephanie Myers didn't know what to do and was like, clearly Jacob is the choice. Choice, how do we wreck this forever? No, both of them are like, I hurt you to protect you. And like, trust me, I know that move. That's not a good move. <laughs> you no. have not even approached the craziness because all the way through book three, it's will they, won't they, will they, won't they, will they, won't they. 
to the point where there's, and I don't remember if it's the beginning of book four or the end of book three, she and Jacob have to like spend a night in a tent clutching each other and it's like super for hot. Warmth. And yeah. For warmth and like nothing happens, but it's very much one of those like Edward is really resentful of it because he can keep her warm and Edward can't and it's this like whole thing. Wait, they're in, the Edward's in the tent, isn't Edward's he? Edward's in the tent. He's fucking watching it. Yes. Such a cook. Yeah. So <laughs> and then I feel like she was like got to book four and was like, oh no, like the choice was always supposed to be Edward. What do I do? And was like, I know. I'll create this weird like piece of the wolf lore that's going to ruin this for everyone and make this the craziest book that's ever existed. Yes, I've heard about that. I've oh, heard you know about, about that. it. Todd yeah. does not know about that. I, I don't, don't know, think. and I am like, oh, let's keep him in the dark. Oh. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> I heard about that at the time, and I was like, did none of y'all think this is weird? <laughs> oh, no. I remember reading the book and being like, what the fuck? And then being mad because, like, Jacob is not even an option anymore at that point. You're just like, he's just gone. He's just a weird side character. Todd, you're begging what to happens? know. You I'm fucking wish you knew. <laughs> Todd, you can Google it if you want to. I'm not gonna like keep you to this, but it is literally the most insane thing that's ever happened to pop culture. What? what? I, I still don't know about it. Fuck. Okay. But like in this movie, he's like, I left you to protect you. And then Jacob's like, he does a bunch of unhealthy stuff. And he's like, I do it for you. And I'm like, I've walked away to protect someone before. And it's like, so I could go eat pizza or whatever. It's not a good, it's not a good look for the guy who does it. No. So she goes to school the next day and she's taken a picture of Edward and taped it with scotch tape into her photo album. I was like, has girl never seen a scrapbook? Like, what is this? Her mother's in Arizona. She does all the arts and crafty stuff. Yeah, clearly. She doesn't know what she's doing. She needs good guidance. What we needed was that picture of Edward and then a picture of the cactus. <laughs> Just like <laughs> duct taped into the book. I did think it was nuts that like she was at school. It's like very obvious that she is at school and he is like right. in her room going through her shit. Edward is in yes. her room. I was like, what are you, wh why? Why would he be there? That made no sense to me. I think he's like saying goodbye, air quotes, where he's already decided that he's like not, that he's going to leave her. No. He was hoping to catch her in a lie that he could use in the breakup later this day. Ooh, That's what he was like doing. It. Red flag, Bella. You dodged a bullet. Although I feel like <laughs> she's going to get hit by that bullet later, but we'll, yeah. you know, we'll get to that in the next movies. When Jacob gives her the dream catcher, he does say, why does Jacob get to give you gifts and I don't? So, like, there's already a baseline of, like, I don't trust him. Mm -hmm. So You'd think that Edward wouldn't be so jealous. Right, because he's a vampire. He hasn't And he's, like, a narcissist. In a hundred years. Yeah. Yeah. He's losing his fucking mind. It's just a power thing. It's a power thing. Yeah. It's not a sex thing. It's definitely a power thing, though, Mike. You're actually right. I was making a joke. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He's just like a terrible dude. I mean, yeah, but that's like a vampire thing of like ownership over a human. Like that is a part of the mythos. Like it exists in True Blood, too. Like, oh, like familiars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely is. 100%. Yeah. yeah. So she comes home from school and he's like, hey, take a walk with me, which has never ended well. No, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. It, towards the end of a relationship, if your boyfriend comes to you and says, hey, let's take a walk in the woods, you're not coming out of the woods. Don't do that. Right. Or in a relationship. They're either going to kill you or they're going to break up with you. It's one yeah, or the yeah. other. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Anytime I need to talk to my staff, we go for a walk. And now I'm like... 
rethinking Uh-oh, that whole thing. Rethink it. They oh, all man. think they're being fired, oh. dude. <laughs> what you should do, Mikey, is like when they come to meet you outside for the walk, just be carrying a box that looks like it has their shit in it. Uh, and they just like throw it up. Like, just and then, and then you kidding. open it, it's like, it's donuts. <laughs> like, I want pizza. <laughs> so uh, they go out into the woods, and he's like, we got to go. Carlisle looks too old. <laughs> like, that's that's the, like, excuse he gives her is like people are going to start to catch on that we're vampires and i'm like i'm pretty sure they're just going to be like yo what do you use on your skin like mm-hmm. i think you've got a good decade before people are like maybe it's vampires i think they obviously know because those vampires look weird as fuck the whole time yeah <laughs> that's that's true they always look like they just tripped into like baby powder and they have cat <laughs> yes. eyes oh you mean the <laughs> golden eyed cullens yeah we probably yeah. should murder them with steaks it's because they don't eat people they eat animals and that's why their eyes are yellow instead of red instead of red i did notice the distinction yeah well red eyes are also easy to notice you know oh yeah so is the fucking glowing skin which is insane (laughs) that the red pope is just in italy which is like a super sunny place yeah well especially cinque terra which is like a like it's a hilltop village yeah (laughs) it's even closer to the sun or Volterra, as they call it in this film, but it is, it is Cinque Terra's. So he breaks up with her, and because he tells her, he's like, I don't want you to come. And she's like, you don't want me? And it's just like, breaks her inside. And he's like, don't do anything reckless. Don't fuck Jacob. He doesn't say that, but he probably doesn't. I know, he doesn't, but he did say don't do anything reckless. So like, That's not reckless, that's the right decision. <laughs> do you really want to be with the dude whose voice, and every time you're trying something new or trying something out, it's his voice being like, don't do it, don't have a new experience, don't yeah. do anything. Like That's the opposite of who I want to be in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me I'm not allowed to do anything. That makes me want to go out and do a bunch of reckless <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought he was a force ghost. So like I like I, my mind is. Blown. I also thought force ghost. I really did, Mikey. Like in the water where they're like doing this number, I was like just watching your girlfriend die. Yep. No, he has no clue. In fact, when he finds out about some of the stuff, like the motorcycles and stuff later, he's like mad at Jacob for allowing her to be reckless. It's like a whole thing. Allowing her to be, to reckless. be reckless. She's a human being. This isn't even like casual misogyny. This is just straight up misogyny. Like that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 100%. Mad at the other man for not controlling her. Yeah, exactly, right? It's Mm kind of similar to like in Fifty Shades where he's like, please don't leave the house. Someone's out there to kill you. Except it doesn't have the someone's out there to kill you part as obvious. Just don't leave the house. (laughs) Yeah, just don't leave the house. Like later we find out about Victoria, but like he's not telling her that. Like, Like Fifty Shades is terrible and he's a horrible controlling monster. But in that movie, at least where he's like, can you like, there's a gun in the house. Can you please not (laughs) whatever? It makes sense. This is just him being like, don't have any fun or else. Yeah. Like that's it. It'd be great if you wouldn't fuck Jacob. I feel like it's the whole vibe that he's going for in this movie. I feel like if he would have said that she would have just so she could have seen him, which is a whole extra level of troubling. But I would have watched the shit out of it. Oh, man. <laughs> if this I've movie was him. just her and Jacob boning so she could force go see Edward, yeah. that would be troubling, Paige. I don't think I want to see that movie. The craziest <laughs> And Todd, when I tell you, that's not even close to as crazy as book four. How is that possible? <laughs> because in book four, to keep it vague, people <laughs> fall in love with people like... Mm, 
it's implied that someone falls in love with somebody that doesn't exist yet, and that's why they were close to somebody else. It's a long story, but... Does Jacob end up fucking Bella and Edward's kid? <laughs> Your lack of response <laughs> is terrifying to me. That can't be it. <laughs> is that what... That... <laughs> is that really it? <laughs> That's it. You guessed it. Are you serious? You'll never know. You'll never know, Todd. You'll never know. You're going to have to wait till book four to see if your hypothesis was correct. (laughs) He's so upset. I hate this so much now. You should be upset. I hate this, Jackie. This is terrible. I know. I'm not going to explain it to you because then we'll take... 30 minutes. No, don't. Yeah, just don't. I honestly think if you explained it to me, I would be more mad than I am now. You will be. Yes, yeah. you'll you be, be even more mad. <laughs> just yeah, let it will. unfold. It's like the journey. So yeah. much more angry. It's the fringe you make along the way that mean the most. The fact that this was written by a Mormon does not surprise me at all because they are like in that belief system that I grew up in and most of my family is still in. I apologize. They, um, I could see that predestined sort of love thing like that makes sense to me from a Mormon perspective although I do think it's real fucking gross (laughs) I mean there's so many layers to to the grossness too because watching this one I was like oh shit like I forgot how involved Jacob and Bella get where they kind of date in this movie they do fully date in this movie yeah Yeah. she just won't kiss them but they like cuddle and they snuggle up and they practically hold hands and and it's it's not fair and I feel like another thing that like I never was this person because again it wasn't like they were lining up for me but I always (laughs) had a lot of male friends that in my brain I was like oh of course I just wish I just wish they could fall in love with me but they weren't cuddling with me they weren't like giving you like Bella really leads him on in this and just straight up uses him which you know we all use have used people in our time period before but like this poor 16 year old who is just so yearning for her and then she's just like cuddling up on him but like he is responding to what she is doing like jackie what like the the montage of building the motorcycle is nuts to me because it is him working away and her just like playing with a wrench in the background like doing nothing watching him build her motorcycle i was like this is nuts i would not stand for this (laughs) Well, and I I think for me, it's them cuddling in the car. That's the one that I'm like, this is kind of point of no return to a degree. And if Edward had not come back and if Alice had not come back, I think like if Edward truly stayed away within days, I think they would have been making out. Like if not later that night, you know, he's got so many Hawaiian roles. (laughs) He does have all the Hawaiian roles. I've never said you're sort of beautiful to like one of my friends. That's a girl. Like I've never said that to someone who was just a friend. We covered it last week. (laughs) We did. Yeah. The key is the sort of. (laughs) (laughs) It gives you the wiggle room to get out of there. You know what I'm saying? It gives you an out. Does she like you? Did you not? You got to have the sort of in there. Okay. See, that's the kind of thing where like when guys hit on me and I'm like, no, thank you. And they're like, well, you're a fat bitch anyway. And you're just like, whoa, hey. You did hit on me though. (laughs) Well, I prefer to just say sort of and then not do that stuff. That seems much worse. By the way, I I, uh, cut that section out of the episode. Uh, It was bodies, 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 actually, and sent it to Andrea, and she was like, yeah, you can leave that in. (laughs) 
I know. She DM'd me oh, about it she? today. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so uh, he leaves. She's super upset and is like begging him not to leave her and basically just like passes out in the forest and takes a sad nap. Just like gone until she lays down in the forest like someone who's never heard of mosquitoes. I know. Like, I would never do that. Although I don't know if like in that area of the country, yeah. if they have it's like cold. that kind of stuff. Yeah. But like in the South, you can't do that. In the book, though, she literally does. She's like, I'm just going to go lay down in the forest until he comes back or until I die. Yes. Like, that's just like that was her plan. Are Talk you about serious? career plan as a vampire. <laughs> the plan for this was to just lay in the forest until he either came back or she died. That was it. Now that was her plan. That is like someone who gets D's in high school saying I'm applying to Harvard and I have no backups. Yes. <laughs> no, no. You have a backup. It's go into the forest and die. Die. She yeah. She doesn't think he's serious. She <laughs> thinks he's like testing her. Like she's really upset about it, but she's like, he would never leave. And so she just kind of like lays down and waits uh, until one of, we will find out it's a wolf, but it's Sam carries her a home. key aspect of communication is talking to the other person. Whoa, wait, <laughs> wait whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, hey, what? Uh, I don't know. If you do things and expect <laughs> someone else to know, they are not going to know unless they see you or you tell them. Right. Mental health tip of the week. There yeah. you go. There you go. <laughs> tip of the week. <laughs> Mikey really loves giving out his tips of the week. Yeah, it's why I've stopped even in my own relationship trying to clean something and expecting my husband to notice if I cleaned it. He walks in the house and go, I cleaned that. And he goes, thank you. And then it's done. I don't have to wait yeah, for it anymore. It's great. Oh my God, that sounds like a super healthy and awesome relationship. <laughs> that's it's how, great. That's how Jake, Jake does that to me. Like whenever I go out of town, he's like, here's what I cleaned. Here's where I put stuff so that you know where it is. And I'm yes. like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so we enter the chair spinning montage of depression. Oh, wait. I have something to say before we jump into the green screen chair stuff. When Sam <laughs> walks out of the woods, at yes. least shirtless, but I assume possibly I thought it was naked. Jacob initially, but no, sure. he's, he has shorts on well, from the okay. stump. So he's walking out with his stump jorts on, Paige, as we said earlier. Yes. And mm -hmm. he hands this unconscious woman that he's carrying out of the woods to a, a police officer. Right. And then Her they dad. leave mm -hmm. and take her away they don't have any questions for the shirtless dude who's carrying an unconscious woman out of the woods i nope. would have so many questions for that man don't worry about it part of the search party and and here's the weird thing so charlie is really good friends with jacob's dad billy but also harry clearwater who we see in in this movie so like oh. all of charlie's friends are part of the tribe and which again we didn't cover this on the first one but a tribe that was never compensated for the use of their image names all the things filming on their reservation all of it like mm -hmm. the film really treated them badly but all of charlie's friends are part of the tribe they all know about the wolves so they're actively we see them kind of hiding it from him in this movie but in the book he's clueless until like book four honestly if i was him i'd be like all of these guys have so many abs and if they want to walk around shirtless, I they work it. hard for that. Yeah. I have that. Yeah. 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 Like I'm yeah. gonna go search in the woods, take the shirt off, and be like, hey, that's just how they do it. They Look work at them out go. A lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have fun. When I had abs, I was shirtless way more than I am now. <laughs> when was that? Is, is that going to happen in the future? <laughs> when was that? When was that? When I was touring. Um, oh, but then you had the long hair and the leather pants. Though. Yeah, that was only <laughs> the very beginning. By the time we were like Canceling on the road, it out. by the time we were like on the road with like Brett Michaels and stuff, like I had cut my hair short, but I still wore leather pants. That's that stayed with me till the end. <laughs> uh -huh. 
<laughs> so as we're going through the chair spinning, October, November, December, January, etc., she's also emailing Alice and just getting message undeliverable, but she keeps doing it. It's wild. Keeps sending it. Yeah. I, I, I was glad that they chose to use her emails to Alice yeah. as like the voiceover instead of like her emails to Edward, because I'm sure she sent those, but I bet those were way worse. Okay, there's a part of me that's like, at the time, if someone had thought to write a sketch about this at the time, they would contrast the emails, yes. and the ones to Edward would be like, your marble cold dick or whatever, like, just <laughs> something completely. I emailed in it. I, I will tell a vulnerable story. Oh, Go oh no. Okay. I, I emailed someone I used to be with a while, and but it wasn't undeliverable. They got it. They just never wrote back. They would just, like, reply verbally. Yeah, I don't know what to say. It was a weird message, man. <laughs> 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 but I can't imagine I can't imagine keep doing it as they bounce back. I would be like, yeah. <laughs> You're really just talking to Google's like server at that point and it's like yeah. what is happening? <laughs> Cut to somebody at Google being like this girl is so sad. Should I reply? <laughs> Google actually does have that where like you can I have a friend who works with that. Well, probably not now because they did all their laid off layoffs, but like they would like you could uh, they like check on people's health on Google forums and stuff. They're like, hey, it sounds like you're going through a lot because of these YouTube videos you uploaded. Are you OK? <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> that's honestly sort of great. Yeah. Too bad they weren't here to help Bella because she is just having <laughs> scream nightmares oh, yeah. and sitting alone at lunch with unwashed hair and then scream nightmaring again and then sending undeliverable emails. <laughs> and Charlie's like, you seem sad. You know, high school. <laughs> he doesn't know how to be a dad. He hasn't been around a teenage girl. I no. do love that he very much is like, hey, we've got to send you to your mother. Like, because I can't <laughs> handle this. Yeah. I don't know what this whole undeliverable emails crying and screaming is, but maybe your mom will. I just need you to get off AOL at night because I've got to <laughs> do some stuff on there. <laughs> it's also been 107 years for me. <laughs> <laughs> well the more i thought about it in this movie because he always anytime she screams he like comes in there and i'm like how mad would i be after a while if i'm like i haven't slept through the night in four months bella <laughs> like there's one shot where he is like sleeping on his own couch yes which i assume is to get further away from her room from the sound oh, yeah. to just yeah. let her scream yeah. Some people, I'm not one of them, fall asleep on their couch. I do. I, I'm one of those people. My couch is for getting high and playing video games. As couches should be. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's what I use mine yeah. for. Although I have fallen asleep while being high and playing Ghost of Tsushima. So like it happens sometimes. That makes sense. Do you wake up and he's just like waiting with the sword? <laughs> Oh, I've woken up dead so many times. Because, <laughs> like, the controller will vibrate. So, like, I will be, like, doing a standoff, and I'll be like... <laughs> just right <laughs> out. Like, oh, shit, I'm dead. Okay, fuck, I'll just restart. It's fine. But he threatens <laughs> to send her to her mom, who, if you recall from the first film... Married a minor league baseball player for the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimps. Jacksonville and that's Jumbo why she Shrimp. lives in Florida. <laughs> yes. Uh, and she's like, no, 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 don't send me to mom. I definitely am going shopping with a friend tomorrow. I love when she calls Anna Kendrick's character and she's like, hey, it's Bella. No, Bella Swan. <laughs> like, like, yes. Yeah. Friend. She's like, yeah, we're going shopping tomorrow. Doesn't really know her all that well. Well, in the book, she does. They're not close, though, because there's like. A weird rivalry where the guy that likes Bella, Anna Kendrick's character likes that guy. And so it's this weird, like... I've got great news for Anna Kendrick because <laughs> uh, Bella does not have any interest in that marshmallow of a man, as Jacob calls yeah. him in this movie. Which I was like, what's wrong with marshmallows? I like marshmallows. I do think it's really funny. funny by the time you get to the fourth one, 
where Anna Kendrick's literally only in it for like a minute at the wedding. Well, yeah, because she was a star and she was like, no, I'm not going to do this. Yes, but yeah. by, <laughs> by then she's crazy famous and it's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> where she's just like, oh, nice dress. And then that's it. <laughs> anyway, we cut to them going to see a zombie movie and she's like, clearly doesn't understand how great they are. What is the name of the movie? Isn't it like punch, punch him face. hard? Punch, punch in the head. Yes. Face punch. <laughs> that's the movie later. And that action movie, Face Punch, was written by AI and you cannot convince me otherwise. But that's not the movie they're seeing here. Anna Kendrick oh, and her yeah. go to see a zombie film. That's right. That's right. Uh, Anna Kendrick just like does not understand horror. She's obviously not a horror virgin listener because then she would have no. got it, Paige. But I do think the romance movie they talk about later where love spelled backwards is love. Like, I don't know who had just placeholders for the fake titles in the script and then forgot to make names up. That one is begging for a we'll put it down and we'll give it a we'll give it a second yeah. pass later. And they never gave it a second pass. And on the day they were like, fuck it. Yeah, like <laughs> face punch? Really? No, see, I think face punch fits because it reminds me of like face off and I like I'll 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 let face punch slide. Love spelled backwards is love? No. <laughs> oh, see, that was my favorite of the fake ones. I was like, that's really funny. Well, there were only two, so. <laughs> anyway, they're walking back from the movie theater, and she sees the bikers that attacked her, or she thinks are the same. They are different. Uh, that attacked her in the first film where Edward rescued her the last time she and this girl went shopping. But Anna Kendrick is like, oh, creepy, scary bikers. Let's let's go home. And she's just like, no, I think I know those guys and just walks away and gets on one of their bikes. <laughs> there is no way I would ever let my friend walk away. No. from that. I'd be like, I'd yes. grab her and be like, no, we're going to go. We're I going don't. home. No, you're not going to go over there. I drove, so, you know. It's crazy, yeah. though, because she walks towards the bike, and then Ghost Edward pops up, and then she walks away like three steps, and then turns around and walks back. It was such a weird choice. Well, this is why I thought it was real, because she starts talking to him. Yes, she does start talking to Ghost and Edward. And talks back. Which I guess is just her in her own mind. Yes. That's crazy. It is, which is, when you watch the bikers, they're like, she what's wrong and they're like who cares she's cute let's go and they just like take off yeah yeah oh i thought it was crazy that like she makes him stop on the bike and they like squeal out and then it just cuts to her catching back up with anna kendrick i guess having walked from where the motorcycle stops see i thought this was like the female equivalent of like losing your buddy at a strip club no we don't mm. lose our buddies like that no. that's a thing we don't do for safety I just let guys go. I'm just like, if that's your choice, man, I'm going back to the hotel. <laughs> that's your no. choice. No, we we stick stick with safety and numbers. Yeah, because yes. of the trauma <laughs> that we've all experienced. See, I'll never understand. I'll never understand. But yeah. when we did a crazy, stupid love last week, and you were like, "Who goes alone to a bar?" and I was like, "Never me." Yeah, <laughs> like I have no. never. It's not safe. <laughs> Can't do it. There's me just drinking at the end of the bar, like. No one goes goes alone or just leaves their buddies' places? <laughs> like, literally, if my buddy was like, I'm going to go get on this motorcycle drive away, I'd be like, I'm never going out with this dude again. I'm <laughs> I've carried home too many people who've been roofied to ever leave somebody alone ever. Yeah. And it's gross, by the way. They barf a lot. That's real nasty. Don't roof God, people. Guys are the worst. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> this is her testing the waters of like, 
okay, when I do something dangerous, he shows up. So like, that's a way for me to see him. So then she just buys motorcycles. Where she got the money, we don't know. It's not important. She saves them from the scrap pile, I guess. I thought she saved them from the junkyard. Like, I thought possibly she got them free. You know, like, friend of her dad owns a junkyard. And he's just like, yeah, have them. We're not going to use them. I don't know. Like, that kind of thing. And then she was like, you know who I can emotionally manipulate into fixing up these motorcycles for me? (laughs) Oh, that's right. That 16-year-old dude who used to be, like, scrawny but now is super jacked. Mm -hmm. Which we call puberty, usually. Yeah. Well, but it happens in the matter of like a couple weeks in in the book, which is why she's like, what? Like, and that's not a red flag for her to be like, what? This isn't possible. I thought growth spurts just made you taller, not like buffer. Bigger. Yeah. Brawnier. Yeah. So she talks him into fixing the bikes, right? Yeah. And he picks one up off the truck without any help. And just puts it down, which should have, again, been the first clue of like, are you a super soldier? Like, what happened? Like, those things probably weigh 300 pounds. Like, you could not lift them like that. I mean, there are men who can like lift that weight, but you wouldn't be able to lift it like that. That's insane. Yes. I could have done a one handed or whatever. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) You're just like Jacob. To work out, I I curl my motorcycles when I'm working out my arms. It's like my bicep day or whatever. I don't know if you know, but I'm like eight foot two. So, like, (laughs) It's not a big deal at all. On my dating profile, nine foot four, you know. In the pants. Um, (laughs) So we get a montage of them working on the bikes where she's like ordering pizza, playing with wrenches, and they have him in like half the clothes they have him in are definitely designed to hide how buff he is so you don't see it right away. But then they put him in a couple button-down shirts and I'm like, no, no, no. Button-down shirts always show off who is buff. And so he's like working and you're just like, nice arms. Like, yes, got it. Even though he's 16 in my brain, I kept up as I was reading it. I was like, he's 24. He's 24. He's not 16. He's 24, which is still too young for me, but also like very much an acceptable age to thirst over because in my brain, he's not 16. He's 24. He's 24. Of course. I just now whenever I read read it or read anything about it i just picture joe manganello yeah yeah from true blood and i'm like he's 34 (laughs) (laughs) it's fine uh but they have this conversation of like who's older and is it weird that there's an age gap which again is a weird thing to have a conversation about if you're not interested in somebody Mm -hmm. she's definitely entertaining it yeah 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 kind of weird that she's Picking on his age and not Edwards. I mean, she does a little bit at the beginning, but it's just kind of like, that's hot. My old, cold marble man. Like, you know. <laughs> None of those things make me want to fuck him. Old, no. cold marble. I don't want any of that. But like tall, hot muscles. I'm like, yes. You've never seen the statue of David and been like, yo, that statue can get it. I have <laughs> seen the statue of David and it's a very good statue, but I feel like. I need a little more warmth and softness going on. Mm-hmm. Like I want to like cuddle and hug you. Yeah. Not like get a concussion if I try to go down on you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that Paige broke her nose? Oh, high five David for me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) got one of those new marble sleeves it was great (laughs) then jasper comes in the room and wants to kill you that's just so weird (laughs) so this is where we meet quill and Embry, which in the book they've kind of been around more and i think they're in the first movie for like two seconds where they're at the beach um but these are jacob's friends and in the book you have a lot more of like they suddenly disappear and join the other group. And like Jacob doesn't fully know what's going on. And so it kind of is your clue as the reader of like, 
red flags, I think they might be werewolves. Yeah, because they join the quote unquote cult. Which is not a cult. He's just like, hey, you guys might turn into wolves. I know it's scary and you're young. You don't understand what's going on with your bodies, but like, I'm going to help you through it. Yeah, I've seen Teen Wolf. I know what happens. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. But we cut to her writing to Alice because now she's still sending those undeliverable emails, but it's just like a diary where she's just like, Jacob makes me feel better and alive, which is a weird thing to write to the sister of your Your ex-boyfriend, but Mm -hmm. sure. Unless he's dead. But I guess he technically is. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I mean, all of that does actually mm. check out. So maybe she was in the right. Although it's undeliverable, so it doesn't matter. None of this shit goes through. Yeah. Like, Alice has no idea these emails are being sent. Most of the lines in this movie are undeliverable. Yep. <laughs> Just like every time Mikey sends out a message of love, it comes back undeliverable. Love spell backwards <laughs> love, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I finally <laughs> understand that movie. <laughs> uh, love spelled backwards is evolve. E- evolve, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I'm, I'm sure they could not use because it was the name of a Christopher Titus special. So like, I think they probably wanted that and then couldn't use it. I don't know. This is not the first thing Christopher Titus messed up. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Anyway, we do get a brief cut over to her talking to Jacob and him being like, what's your deal with age? How old was Edward? And she like, and like doesn't tell him. Yeah, because he was like alive when Blackbeard was alive. Like you wouldn't say (laughs) anything about that. Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact. (laughs) He's been alive since children could work in factories. Uh, so, <laughs> And they like to work in the factories. <laughs> they did. They had the freedom to work in that factory, guys. <laughs> they got one free rat-based hot dog a day, and they liked it. And they liked Ooh, it. Oh, my rat dog has a little bit of tail. My favorite. <laughs> oh, gross. Protein's protein, man. <laughs> That's what I tell her every time. Oh. oh. Yeah. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you. So Charlie's like, I thought this was starting, the dream catcher was starting to work because you had stopped screaming in the middle of the night and I could finally get a good night's sleep. And he's like, oh. it seems like hanging out with Jacob helps. So could you like keep doing that? <laughs> oh, dads. You know what? Dads have it rough. Yeah. Especially with teen girls, man. They don't fucking know. They don't know. I took my dad to a psychedelic art installation yesterday. So sometimes your daughter doesn't know either. (laughs) (laughs) Did he like it? He loved it. He had a great Great. time. That's great. He was like, I love Meow Wolf now. And I was like, okay. So Charlie at this point also says, sometimes you need to learn to love what's good for you. Which is oddly the best advice in this movie. It's still not perfect, but But I think he says it to be like, maybe you should date Jacob and Jacob's not good for her either. That is what he's 100% saying. No, I know, but Jacob's not good for her either. He doesn't know that yet. I feel like without Edward, Jacob is not as bad as you would think. Yeah, did you know all of Jacob's abuses behavior is because of Edward Todd? A lot of it starts because of Edward. Like, in the books, at least. Like- I can't believe, Paige, you are a Jacob apologist. I see what's happening right now. Stop picturing Joe Manganella. Todd. Jacob wouldn't even abuse her if it wasn't Edward coming around and ruining things. Because as as we see in this and what happens in the book, they're basically friends and she's participating as if they are dating for most of the time. And it's not literally until Edward kind of comes back in the picture that he becomes like a petty asshole. Because like if Edward had never come back, I think they would have just continued dating and it would have been kind of normal. Yes, you're 100% right, Paige. I am with you. I'm also a Jacob apologist. Thank you. I am on your side 100%. Mm -hmm. Yes. But he is, you know, 
a little, he gets, he gets, uh, you know, but at the end of the day, he's 16. Yeah, he's 16. What kind of decisions were you making when you were 16? They weren't good. Horrible. Well, he's currently making the decision to fall in love with her daughter. So, like, uh, he's making Whoa, terrible decisions. He doesn't decisions even know too. that yet. Yeah, come on. It's her eggs. Please. It's just her Is eggs. Is he just like. <laughs> I like the smell of one of those. Like, how does he know? Like, I don't understand how any of this works. I can't. Oh, you're going to find out someday. You're going to find out before. Son of a bitch. Okay. And we're going to have to like, we're going to have to schedule extra time to just be like, okay, we have to unpack how this works. I'm curious how they do this on screen. Yeah, me too. Now. Oh, oh, you haven't seen four? I haven't seen. I didn't see this one. I fell asleep like 20 minutes into this, like back in the day when I was dating someone who wanted to watch this, and then I never watched it again. That's fair. Yeah, you got what you needed out of the evening. A nap, yeah. <laughs> <A> nap. <laughs> so we cut to Jacob and Bella take the bikes out for the first time, and yeah. this is where they stop because they see Sam and his group cliff diving, and then they move on to go do the bikes. She takes off because she sees Edward, and he's like, "This is dangerous. Don't do it." He's like, "No." Don't ride the motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Like the ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> yes. You will be visited by three abusive boyfriends. Abusive <laughs> boyfriends of the past, present, and future. And she doesn't have a helmet or anything either. So like. No. Okay, grandma. <laughs> Does Washington State have a helmet law? I don't know. Helmets are just, you should just wear them. Your head is important. I agree. I had a motorcycle for a long time. I had a helmet yeah. the whole time. Yeah. And a motorcycle built by a 16 year old put a yeah. fucking helmet on well and i mean honestly she like gets haunted off of the bike into like falling off of it like rolling into a rock she should have worn a helmet although this is exactly what happened to me the first time i rode a motorcycle same yeah yeah yeah, yeah. in the woods too oddly was where yeah mine was at a back house party i was at in college it ended up being a really good night but not because the motorcycle Whoa. Was it the head injury? Did the head injury make it a good night? <laughs> no, other people have told me it was a good night. I don't remember it so much <laughs> because of the aforementioned head injury. <laughs> you just woke up the next morning and you're just like, did I have a good time? And they're like, oh, man, you did like four keg stands until you started bleeding again. And then mm. yeah. and profusely vomiting everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. That's fine. And slurring we just thought you were drunk we didn't care you were kind of a pain so we left you there because that's how men treat their friends apparently <laughs> it really is <laughs> they actually did leave me there okay <laughs> a lot of what you said is true i don't drink so i don't i don't had i didn't have any alcohol that night but yeah my friends did leave me up there i mean yeah they did leave me <laughs> I woke up on that person's couch and we went to their house. I I wasn't joking. We just leave people behind. I didn't really know them all that well. It's crazy. Women really don't do that. Like I'll hunt down every single one of the friends I came with, at least to tell them I'm leaving. At least to be like, hey, I'm going to go. Do you want to come with me or do you want to stay? Guys at the end of the night will just like pour out a beer and be like, he was a good guy. Maybe we'll come back. We'll see. (laughs) We we also, I've definitely done this one too of like a, a girl is like canoodling with a dude and just kind of getting them aside for a second and being like, A, are you sober enough to make decisions right now? And B, do you actually want to be with this dude or did he make you uncomfortable and you need a way out and you didn't have Because one? I'll get you out of here. I'll make up an excuse. We'll get mm-hmm. out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my sorority sisters, a guy tried to grab me by the wrist one time and she yelled pop off like the, it was I think it was Bad Girls Club with that girl with the pans into his face until he ran away. And then she's like, come on, bitch, let's go to IHOP. And we did, and it was great. (laughs) I need that kind of friend in my life. It's great. Being a woman is wonderful. (laughs) 
<laughs> we have to avoid the trauma. We can't leave anyone anywhere. It's so it's wonderful. Safety numbers. It's crazy. Yeah. Guys will come out of the bathroom and be like, oh, I guess they left me. <laughs> <laughs> My head's still bleeding. I'm going to lay down on this couch. <laughs> yeah. Hope I can ride out this concussion. Bye. <laughs> Oh, God. Anyway, <laughs> Jacob comes over and is like, oh, my God, you are bleeding profusely from the head and immediately takes his shirt off to, like, dab yeah. the blood. That's the first thing he does. He can't wait to take his shirt off. When I saw this in the theater, the theater cheered when his shirt came off. I would die if someone did that for me. If I was bleeding and someone took off their shirt, no matter what they looked like, to dab the blood away, I think I would be like, okay, let's have sex. We're going to have sex right now. No <laughs> right matter here, what you look woods, like. On top oh, of these bikes. I'm developing some new moves right now yeah. yeah I'm over here taking notes don't like, make her bleed though or else right. that's yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no 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 you no. gotta wait for like a bleeding opportunity yeah, yeah don't like make her motorcycle shitty on purpose so it definitely crashes I'll just leave stuff around the house so she can trip you know yeah or, or like shards of glass <laughs> yeah yeah just Legos so many Legos so many Legos and marbles Thumbtack. It's like Jackass 4 where they they had the room with the snake and then they go into the dark room and they trip over all the mouse traps into the cast iron pans. Yeah. Mikey yes. is like yeah. talking to his girlfriend that doesn't exist, but like, come over, hang out. And then it, like, it, it turns into like the Home Alone house as she's walking through it. I love that you had to say that doesn't exist. I love that you couldn't even give him. Maybe he's got a girlfriend. That girlfriend, the one that doesn't exist. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of unnecessarily mean at this point. Well, I don't know what you're. I don't know what's going on in your social life outside of like. I don't have anyone to cut to take my shirt off for. No, but I mean, I don't want to get you in trouble by saying you have a girlfriend. You know, what about if it was like? I'm not gonna go there, but. Mikey, what? we're we're about to get to the movie theater in just a scene or two, and we'll get him back. It's all oh good. shit! Okay. I wrote this yeah. in my notes too. You yeah, I yeah. Hate you. I hate it so. Okay. Ooh. Anyway, right. I'll take my lashes. Uh, it's hot. Fine. Next time, like Natalie sure. needs like feminine products, just take your shirt off and hand it to her. It's hot. <laughs> I would. I would. That's why I dress in layers. <laughs> this is where she looks up from her head injury and is like, you are sort of beautiful. And he's like, how hard did you hit your head? And she's like, I don't know. Just take me with you wherever you're going. Which is exactly what I would say if a woman said, you're sort of beautiful. I'd be like, oh, you're insane. Yeah. You your head hit is your head. damaged. Yeah. <laughs> like, as a Picasso, you know? Oh, man. Uh, so we cut to school the next day where one of her friends is like, I saw a giant wolf in the woods. And everyone's like, no, you didn't crazy are you sure it wasn't like a bunch of twinks <laughs> i mean depends on which woods if we're talking runyon canyon like yes after we realized that they're werewolves and they keep saying there's bears in the woods i was like those aren't bears dog they're way too hairless to be bears <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair. Uh, they're otters but, i think at that point <laughs> that probably yeah. is true you're right yeah 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 but this kind of piques bella's interest because she's like oh no i heard there are things in the woods like my dad's looking for them and so then she sits down and eats with him again. And this is where I think his name is Mike is the friend. The guy who asked her to the movie. Yes. Mike. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He doesn't matter. Really? The jock guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. Mike. So he asks her to go see that love spelled backwards is love. And she's like, no, no, no. Face punch. I want all doves, all Nicolas Cage <laughs> face punch. So 
she invites everyone, which clearly he was like, let's go on a date. And she's like, cool, let's all go. Kind of the way that Todd went on dates in high school. Uh, We've established (laughs) that. He just sits by girls with his hand open. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm just just over here like this. To see Blair Witch Project. (laughs) That did happen in high school. Yeah, multiple (gasps) other guys there. And then we tracked her down when we did Blair Witch Project on Horror Virgin. And it turns out she did not consider it a date at all. Mikey interviewed her. Yes. I interviewed her behind his back and we put on the oh, podcast. Oh, no. So if you want to hear me yeah. get really embarrassed, that's the Blair Witch Project on Horror Virgin. That's what I that definitely is. Definitely do. 100% oh, yeah. do. Terrible. Yes. Terrible. He's like, it was a day. She knew. And I was like, did you at any point know that there was a day? <laughs> 100% no. <laughs> Uh, so great. he is Mike, handheld open on armrest. <laughs> I would be mad that they were taking the armrests personally. <laughs> yes. I'd be like, shove off. I'd be like, I have a Diet Coke and popcorn. Like, help me out. Like, mm-hmm. what are we doing? No, this is my popcorn. You have your popcorn. I just <laughs> yeah. want you to hold it. Uh, Jake and I rarely share popcorn, where we just have you know gotten into the habit of like if we're ordering something be like are you gonna eat all of that or is this for us to share and then usually we just order two of things and it's perfect yeah why fight Mm -hmm. why fight yeah yeah not worth it anyway we cut to the movies and she has also invited jacob who i think also thought it was a date these poor dudes man he definitely did think it was a date and i understand why he thought it was a date yes i did think it was funny that when mike is like talking to jacob or whatever and he's like are you even old enough to see this movie and i was like you're looking up at him he's taller than (laughs) shut up like of course it doesn't matter and he says he's like oh no bella's getting my ticket don't worry about it yeah he's like we've already discussed this but like he would have totally gotten away with it no one would have been like you look too young to do this yeah he'd have been like i have seven abs you can let me in all right (laughs) how do you get the odd one wolfen yeah that's what it is yeah uh but in the movie they both hold out hands for her to hold she like looks at it and she like looks at jacobs and it's almost like she considers it for a second and then looks at mike's and is like grossed out it's a real kind of (laughs) well in fairness to mike he's also about to throw up so she might have been grossed out yeah Mm -hmm. he he leaves to barf and jacob is just like what a marshmallow and i was like that's a weird diss or whatever and then he immediately (laughs) is like hey while we're on this weird try date yeah, we should have a define the relationship conversation. I was like, Jacob, yeah. this is not the time for this. Not the time, yeah. bro. Not, the not time. now. He's like, do you mind sitting on the mirror steps so we can have this talk? Well, but first <laughs> he tries to hold her hand yes, yeah. as they do that. Yeah. And she like lets him for a second and then pulls it back and is like, I think you think this is different. And she's like, you're about to ruin everything because I need you and my emotional investment in you, which is pretty selfish to be like. And she even says it is. I do feel like this is she recognizes what she is doing is bad, but is also sad and is going through some stuff. And is like, hey, yeah. I really need a friend right now. I don't need a romantic partner right now. And right. <laughs> that at least gives him the opportunity to be like, I can just be your friend. That's fine. Or sure. I can't just be your friend. We should stop seeing each other. But this is like right. I, I mentioned this earlier. He completely missed misses this and are you asking just... for communication between yeah. the two of them <laughs> whoa because he... oh, that's not what i signed up for he completely whoa. misses what she's saying it's so sad like but i know i did this all the time because i'd be like hey yeah. we're all going to see the blair witch project would you want to go with us sure yeah i'll go <laughs> oh cool that's a date and it totally <laughs> wasn't a date so like i've made mistakes at this age too i get it uh but this is also where he's like 
I would never do what he did to you. Yeah. You can count on me. Yeah. This is when he becomes Rick Astley. He's like, I'm never going to give you up. Never going to let you yeah. down. That whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, so they send Mike. <laughs> Mike shows up and he's like, I need to go home. I was feeling sick before the movie. I'm like, I'm not doing well. Bye. But Jacob immediately is like, maybe you need to go to the hospital, almost like mad at him for interrupting him and Bella. But this is also where he's like, I don't feel like he's feverish and it's the wolfing has started. Oh, yeah. Okay, I have a question. Is it moon based or is it anger based? It's anger based. Okay. It's anger based. Okay, so they can just wolf out whenever they want. So again, I think this is something stolen from True Blood. Yeah. Because in True Blood, they can become wolves whenever they want. Yeah. But they specifically shift on the full moon and go run through the forest on the full moon. Okay. So the full moon, they can't control it. They do change. Well, they, this... they do it like communally. It's almost like they need to do it for their like like self-care yeah i like to go out and hang out with my friends too yeah just get naked and run through the woods together that sounds like a marvelous time Hell yeah. yeah the shifters do it too it's <laughs> there's a lot of nudity in true blood highly recommended if this is too boring for you if this movie is not this episode no 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 yeah no the <laughs> twilight this episode put on true blood and <laughs> yeah, yeah. if you're like i really wanted more wolf nudity and for her to eventually bone one turn on true blood you're gonna have to watch a couple seasons for it, but you will get to see her bone Alexander Skarsgård in the interim. So, like, oh, you know, yeah. it's fine. So <laughs> we get a montage of Bella trying to call him and everyone being like, he's sick, he has mono. Yeah. Like he can't talk to you. And her dad and Harry go out hunting uh for what they think are the bears. We will find out it's wolves. And she goes over to his house and he's like walking around shirtless and tatted in the rain. And she's just like, you cut your hair and got a tattoo. Like, what the fuck is happening? What did Sam do to you? And he's like, he's trying to help me. Don't blame him. Blame the Cullens. And he calls them bloodsuckers. Yeah. Basically being like, they're vampires. I know it. You know it. You've been lying to everybody about this. When he said that, I was like, oh, shit. Jacob knows about the Cullens. That was like a surprise to me. Yeah. Well, and they kind of touch on it in this movie a little bit, but not a lot. But in the books, they go into it where werewolves only exist as a natural predator to vampires so like when there's vampires in the area that's when werewolf the gene kind of activates and ones that are doing bad so that's why like they're the other vampires that are uh, that are attacking and that are going after bella so they are only exist because there is a vampire threat Right. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> they only exist to act as a... Okay, okay, whatever. That's fine. As a protector. Yeah. okay. As protectors, or, or if you want to think about it as, like, keeping the ecosystem in check. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also unclear when vampires are no longer in the area if that gene remains activated. Like, if they are wolves for life or if they're wolves as long as they need them to be. And there's some debate there as well. Okay. Anyway, he's like, we can't be friends anymore. It's not you. It's me. I'm no good for you, Bella. Go away. Like, he literally just told her he was never going to do this to her. Like, he just told her this. Yeah. Well, he's like, I promised I wouldn't hurt you. And this is me not hurting you. So go home and don't come back or you're going to get hurt. Which is like a threat. (laughs) I I do love that this is almost the exact same conversation she had with Edward. Like, she gets broken up with twice in this movie. Yeah, dude. Mm Mm-hmm. So she goes to that field of flowers where she first saw Edward's skin sparkle. Yeah, she's like, oh, this is the saddest I've ever been in my life. I better have a forest little lay down. Well, and all the flowers are dead because it's winter. Duh. 
Um, <laughs> but she runs into Laurent, who was part of the crew from the first movie. Yeah. And he's like, oh, so the Cullens are gone. So you are alone and unprotected. So I'm going to go like I was going to go tell that lady, but I'm just going to kill you because yeah. like you're here. So why not? And your blood is so hard to like not that's yeah. desire it's such a weird she's very desired yeah it's so very weird. desired mikey you are muted again this is the third episode this has happened where you haven't muted can you hear me now you're yes. a beautiful idiot and i fucking love you what were you saying <laughs> okay sorry about that no she's got great blood great blood <laughs> oh okay that was i'm glad we waited for yeah. this <laughs> worth it hashtag worth i it. tried to think of something better than i was actually saying in the time it took me to figure out what was wrong but it didn't come. Uh, <laughs> it's just like okay. Edward. It's all right. I didn't. I yeah. didn't want you to come. Uh, well, don't worry. He ain't coming anytime <laughs> soon. I'll tell no. you what. He hasn't come Mm-mm. in 109 years or Nine whatever. Years I wondered just... why you guys weren't responding to what I was saying, but it said <laughs> oh. I was not muted. Oh, I think you've been muted for a while, honey. Oh, yeah. baby. Oh, I feel bad. It's since I dropped this computer off a car. It's been. <laughs> he did, Jackie. What off of a car? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, on the on the top of it, and like that's rough. okay. That's it's rough. better than that. So Mikey works as a crisis counselor, so he rides in police cars to help when people have mental health crises, right? So he put it on top of a police car, so it hit the lights and the sirens on the way down. They were and on, then clattered so... down the street. <laughs> oh, it had a no. case. So it still works. We got it. It just mutes sometimes. Yeah. It's just something yeah. I don't want to be a <laughs> muter. I get it. It's not like you have a thing that you do where people need to hear you. Need to hear you. I talk too much anyway. It's saving you from yourself, so you yeah, should yeah. thank the computer. I'm paid to listen. <laughs> anyway, I think this is also something stolen from True Blood, where it's also the same thing where, so Bella has like, she, people can't hear her thoughts, and we'll find out why in book four, like what her immortal power turns out to be. Um, but in True Blood, Sookie can hear everybody's thoughts. She just can't hear vampires. But part of the reason her blood is irresistible is because she's fae. So like, ah, uh, okay, oh, yeah. Right, right, right. There's not a good reason for Bella to be irresistible to everybody. Nope. But and I thought that none of them could like read her mind because she didn't have anything going on up there. She just like wasn't <laughs> thinking anything. <laughs> it's just like vampire, 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 <laughs> yeah, exactly. vampire, vampire. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anyway, before Laurent can attack her, wolves come out of the woods and attack him and take after him. And they're huge. Yeah. Like the scale of the wolves in the movies changes a little bit. Certainly does. <laughs> like back and forth. But in this one, they're massive. In the next one, not And as the much. CGI is better in this one than in the first one with like the yes. running and everything. I will yeah. say they did. They bumped up their game a little bit for the second one. Not yes. great still. Oh, it's still no, not, it's great. not great. But this was also 2009, right? Like it, It's literally only a year after the, the last one. Yeah, it is yeah. 2009. So like it's fine for that time. Yeah. Yeah. So Bella runs away. She gets back to her house and she's like, oh my God, dad, it's not bears. It's giant wolves. And you watch as Harry Clearwater's like, oh shit, she saw the wolves. Like, yeah. Fuck. And so he and Charlie are like, let's go hunt the wolves. And he's clearly like throwing Charlie off the scent. Like he's covering the wolf tracks because he knows that they're following Victoria, right? Yeah. So we cut to Bella having bad dreams about Victoria. Uh, She wakes up to Jacob throwing rocks at her window. 
where he then parkours up into her room. When he gets mm-hmm. up, and he's shirtless, obviously, and when he gets up into her room, like after hardcore parkouring into her room, she takes like yeah. a good 20 seconds to like soak in his body before she speaks. How could you yeah. not? She even like puts her hand on the Hawaiian rolls. She's like, ooh, yeah. they're steamy. Yeah. And she's like, okay, what were you saying? Because she was like out of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and he like full body hugs her. Yeah, and we all as a generation watch Clarissa Explains It All. We all yes. wanted a hunky man to come up always. through our window. We saw it in Scream. These are the things that we've always wanted. And to watch Jacob pounce up the side of the fucking house to come and talk to me? I die. Yes. And she yes. does. Yes, he is the epitome. He's the perfect Sam. But in real life, you would straight up be arrested like immediately. <laughs> 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 you would. I I snuck out and into some people's rooms when I was this age. Yeah, but usually you have like consent before you show oh. up. Yeah, yeah, but she says he can come in. I mean, it's not like a <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not like a big deal. I think if the cops showed up, Bella would be like, I didn't call you, so why are you here? Uh, the cops are already there. They're her dad. Oh, that's well, right. he's out hunting the wolves or looking for the wolves, right? Yeah. Right. So they have the house to themselves. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, like, th- there's so many parts of this movie, and this is one of them too, where like he's like, Remember what I told you about the old ones and like the thing, and she doesn't fully remember the story, but she will shortly. I don't understand why he can't just tell her why can't he just be like i'm just a werewolf looking for my belt up i don't understand why he can't like just tell her it's rules from the alpha yeah rules from the alpha you can't disobey rules from the alpha yeah yeah and they can all hear each other talking so it's not even like he can like get like sniff his way around all the wolves hear each other yeah they have hang on hang on they have wolfie talkie Thank you, Jackie. <laughs> I thought they did it in this one, but they don't. It's the next one. They do mention it in this one, but there's a scene in the next one Holy where they're like shit. standing in a circle just looking at each other because they're just wolves, so they don't like they can't make their mouths move. The CGI is not good enough for it. And you're just hearing the voices and it'll just cut to whatever wolf is speaking because it's just wolf telepathy. And it's <laughs> yeah. one of the funniest parts of the series. Okay, I thought in my mind. It was like whenever you see like Secret Service talking, they put like their hand to their ear or whatever. Yeah. I wanted yes. it to be like a paw to the wolf like ear, like red team go. No. <laughs> no. This movie is equally crazy. Like I do feel like that would be in place in this movie. Like it would make as much sense. Yes. So he kind of gives her this full hug, and then as he pulls back, he's about to kiss her a hundred percent. Yeah, and he looks like the only person in this movie that has a chance to kiss somebody that actually wants to do it. Yeah, so he leaves. She has a dream where she wakes up in the forest and remembers the story. Yeah. So she shows up at his house the next day, and his dad answers, and he's like, he's not here. And she's like, bullshit, I know he's a wolf, whatever. So she walks in. She sees the other wolves coming through his window. So she runs outside. She's not special. And is just like, (laughs) what did you do to him? Like, what is happening? And so many jorts. Oh, yeah. It's a very jort heavy scene. So many jorts, all jorts. And he he shifts in front of her. So she runs and is trying to get Jacob to run. And then he shifts to basically fight. I think it's Embry. No, it's Paul. Paul. They end up fighting. When he jumps over her and like transitions in front of like over her, that made me laugh. I was like, because his pants you see like phase on the fly like that. Well, it's just crazy because he jumps in the air and his like clothes turn into tatters and just yeah. fall as like he's going over her. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. I guess we're doing it. Yeah. I just hate that they couldn't show them all nude, like or at least imply that they were nude. You didn't have to show the jorts. Just show them from yeah. the waist up. 
Oh, yeah. They they could have shot it in a way where it was implied for sure. Yes. Or think about this. They could have had collars and they could have been made out of jeans. Like they could have, like when they shifted, it'd just be like a George collar. <laughs> a George collar. <laughs> that would be like if it was like a werewolf fast and the furious. That would be shit like that. Like, and everyone has their own collar. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you just yeah. describe a franchise I didn't know I wanted? But now I do. <laughs> but I want them driving as wolves. Which one's Vin Dogzel? It's all about the pack. <laughs> pack. Fuck, if they make a Fast and the Furious dog movie called The Pack, I'm watching it for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. Anyway, uh, so now she knows. And so they take her over to Emily's house. So Sam and Emily are married. But it's because Sam imprinted on her. Is that what it's called when you uh, scratch the fuck out of someone's face in a domestic abuse incident? So it's not, and you find out later, it's not a domestic abuse incident per se. Because um, oh, you find oh, out man. in. He's not like other werewolves, Mikey. No, you wouldn't get no. It. All of my CDs are in his truck. I can't leave him. Depending <laughs> on state law, if they're visible injuries, they have to arrest for her for domestic violence. <laughs> well, so what happens was he was the first person to turn into a wolf, so he didn't know what was going on. And the elders kind of knew about it, but didn't know how to like help him through it. So that's why he kind of forms the like crew that he has, right? Right. Uh, and I believe he was actually trying to either save her or defend her. I don't remember very clearly, but he phased close, too close to her. And so it wasn't like he attacked her. She was standing too close when he turned and didn't know what was happening. And that's what happened. This is what would have happened to Bruce Wayne's parents if Bruce Wayne's dad didn't know he was a werewolf and turned when. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, I get that. Yeah. They were too close. He started to phase. He stumbled on the pearl necklace that fell on the ground and scratched <laughs> her on his way falling down. That makes sense. And, and it's like he he feels terrible about it. It's like this whole extra. There's a whole extra plot of stuff in like three and four about the different wolves and who pairs off with who. And the one really interesting one, I don't remember them doing a ton with it in the movie, but there is a, a woman who is a wolf and she's the only one. And they're like, we don't even know what to do. This has never really happened before. And so she has this really interesting, like, who am I? Why am I this way? Like, where do I fit into this pack? Which is actually really interesting that, you know, it's the one interesting thing that Stephanie Meyer does. I know. I kind of want, I always, like, have screamed, I want a whole book about that perspective. Yes. Yes. That's like, Leah Clearwater, right? Leah Clearwater. Yeah. Harry's daughter. Is that the one with the scars? No, that's Emily. Emily's not a wolf. She's a wife. <laughs> Thank you, Jackie. I just feel like it's an intro to like a reality show. It's like, I'm not just a wolf I know. wife. I'm, I'm a, a wife. <laughs> I'm a wife. Welcome back to season one of Werewife. <laughs> oh. I would watch the fuck out of that. I would watch the shit out of that too. And I'd watch the sequel, When Wife. Ooh. <laughs> and Why Wife? <laughs> season four, How Wife gets real weird. Yeah. But I think it's book four where you start to meet all the other wives the other imprints basically and then leah has this like really interesting story of like if i'm a wolf like if i'm the wolf do i imprint on someone why won't anyone imprint on me and it's like so humanizing and then they just like it's like falls by the wayside by the end of the book but it was like the one cool thing that she did so she knows now everyone knows she knows and she goes out to talk with Jacob and he's like it is what it is it's because of the vampires like we're not killing people Victoria's killing people that's why we're hunting her yeah 
And then this is where we basically find out we cut to the woods where they're hunting her and Harry Clearwater ends up dying of a heart attack because she kind of attacks him. Yeah. I mean, he gets thrown. It, yeah. 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 One of the few bits of action in this movie. And I wish <laughs> yeah. there were more of it. Yeah. Because really, at this point, it's an hour and a half of just her being like, uh, I'm sad. November. <sighs> December. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that is what winter feels like, though. Oh, <laughs> you should get a lamp, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry, I live in LA, so I forget that the winter What's exists. Winter? I was like, we should just move to LA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like. okay. So he's off looking for Victoria. So she's like lonely and decides to cliff dive about it. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. We've all been there. We see Victoria cliff dive and make it. And then Bella does. And it's implied that Jacob dove after Victoria. That's why he's already in the water. Uh, but he pulls Bella out of the water. Yeah. She does see Edward floating near her, but he pulls her out, gives her CPR, and he gets her home. And when they're at her house, they realize that Alice is there. Yeah. And they have the craziest conversation as she's running up to the door. She's like, or uh, Jacob's like, I can't protect you here because of some alliance or treaty or whatever. It's a treaty. And, and she's like, well, you don't have to protect me. It's cool. Like, I know them. They're fine with me. And then he's like, but I can't protect you. And she's like, I don't, what? I don't need your protection. I'm like, you're listening to 0% of the things she's saying to you. It's insane. She says, I never use protection. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> we will do with doggies. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was still reeling because this is where they cuddle in the car because yeah. he's warm. He's trying to hide the, the boner. Yeah, I've done that. I've yeah, done yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think he was just like, what? No blood and brain, all blood and downstairs brain. And so. <laughs> and the steroids. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. the steroids. <laughs> that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so she goes in to a- talk to Alice and Alice is like, what's happening? And Alice is like, how are you still alive? And she's like, oh, like Jacob saved me. And she realizes that she can't see anything that the wolves are doing. Yeah. Because they can't read their minds when they're in wolf form. Yeah, she has a werewolf blind spot. Yes, and it is only when they're in wolf form. When they're in people, like, you can hear them, which becomes a thing. Because, like, when Jacob gets really petty in the later books, he'll just turn into a werewolf and run away. Because he knows nobody can hear him. Oh, that's how I would do it. I mean, for oh, sure. my God. Oh, yeah. That's such a bitch move, though. Like, <laughs> But also the freedom of being a werewolf. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't want you to hear my thoughts. They're mean. Yeah. It's it's your, I'm protecting you. Right. So she then reveals that like, I didn't tell Edward I came to check on you because Edward has only been checking in every couple months, but I'll give you a minute like with Jacob to figure your shit out. Yeah. And then I'll come back in. So Jacob is talking to her in the kitchen and this is very much a like, is Edward coming back? No. So we're still a thing, right? Because we were like. About to do it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And. He goes in for a kiss and they're like, she's about to kiss him back like a hundred and the phone rings and it's Edward and he just says he's not here right now. He's arranging a funeral and hangs up, which is not a lie. No, but he is playing the apothecary in that moment. That's what that is. Yes. And how dare he answer my fucking telephone? I was like, why the <laughs> hell would Jacob be answering my phone? What Don't the answer fuck? my phone. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was because he was closer, but sure. It's your ex-boyfriend. He's going to kill himself. And Jacob <laughs> knows he's the side piece. Yeah. Like he knows. That's why he answered the phone. He's petty and he's the side piece. I've been there. He's messy. I've been there. He's messy. But we find out that it was Edward. And now Edward believes that Bella is dead. Oh, yeah. Because he can read Alice's thoughts. 
So he saw what Alice saw, and then Alice went to confirm, and now he thinks that he's dead. He saw what Alice saw up until the point they come home together. Right. Yeah. Right. So Alice runs in, and she's like, he's going to go to the Volturi because he wants to die too. We've got to get to Italy. Grab your passport. Let's go. It's so unattractive. If someone's like, oh, like if I'm trying to like do my own thing, you left, and now you're upset with me because I'm hanging with somebody else, so you're going to go kill yourself now? Right. <laughs> Not attractive. <laughs> Don't want it. Don't want anything to do with it. She does it to his ghost. He does it to her actual self. Yes. Yes. It's it's bad. So he goes to the Volturi to ask to die. And Michael Sheen's like, no, your gifts are too cool. We're not going to kill you. So he then is going to walk out into the sun. So yeah, he's going to force their hand more or less. Yeah. So Alice and Bella roll up in a stolen car. She has to run <laughs> to meet him under the clock tower. He's, she's like, quick, go run through Handmaid's Tale and find him. Yeah. And, I, and then I was like, why isn't his sister Alice running at vampire speed to go stop him? Because he'd see her coming. They do explain that away. Yeah, I, I actually thought that that was like a decent explanation for it. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. But also, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly in the book, there's this awesome like car chase scene of yes. her trying. And like, why didn't they include that? part in the movie because it would have looked really cool of Alice like speed chasing and she's yeah. in like a Maserati or something yes. that, like why yeah. don't they show that in the movie instead of just the montage of her wailing and in the night <laughs> yeah I know well and because and it's from it's like to the airport they like speed through forks to get to the airport and then they get to Italy and she's just like, hold on to your butts. Like, let's yeah. go. And she stole like, yeah. a Porsche or some shit. It might have been a Maserati. You might be right. Yeah, it is a Maserati. It's either a Maserati or a Ferrari. It's one of the two. Yeah. But it's like a, a supercar, basically. Yeah. Uh, so she tackles Edward. and He's like, oh, my God, you're not dead. Great. I don't want to die now either. Let's get back together. Like, yeah. I, I forgot the reasons I broke up with you in the first place, basically. Yeah. So they kind of kiss but it's still awkward anytime they yeah. kiss it's weird in this movie but the Volturi call them in for an audience and this is where they kind of establish that they can't hear Bella's thoughts either right and that none of their gifts work on her and that'll kind of come in in book four when when she gets her vampire powers basically but they essentially make him agree him and Alice agree to turn her in time for their next visit to Forks when they come to visit Carlisle because she knows too much. Yeah. So they're like, either you turn her or we kill her, yeah. essentially. Um, so I also was really sad because in the movie, they don't make Jane scary enough because in the books, Jane is very scary. Really? And like, it means yes. something when Jane shows up because she's got like, you know, like she eventually, she essentially can like, not Avada Kedavra. What's the other one? Where like, could, like the crustacean? Yeah, the crustaceans. Yeah, 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 yeah. That it's like yeah, one yeah, of those. Like that's too. what she could do with her brain. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. so she could do. So that's. She's a very scary character in the book and yeah. in the movies. It's just like I don't know. They didn't write her scary enough. They well, she's barely in it, and in the yeah. books, she is a child, basically, kind of yeah. like Cla Claudia in Interview with a Vampire, yeah. where like. She's just she looks unassuming and they just kind of like drag her with them. And then in the book, she just says pain, pain. and it just like she does it once in the movie. Yeah, she does it once. And then in, in book four, when they kind of come back, she doesn't use it hardly at all. She's barely in it. It's really a bummer because like in the book, she that's the one everyone's scared of is her. Yeah, yeah. That, they're setting up like I think a good big bad. And I guess they just never that never pays they, off. It okay. never nope. pays off. And they also they don't even use Bella's gift in book four. And it is 
arguably one of the cooler ones where I, I'll, I'll spoil this, whatever. It doesn't come into the movie. In the book, Bella's gift is that she can create force fields. Okay. So that's why people can't use their gifts on her. She it's like she blocks it. Like <laughs> you look and so upset. Hands <laughs> to the head. Just yeah. like Jesus this Christ. Is so that is exactly <laughs> what, how I felt. Yeah. She she creates protection force fields protection. by <laughs> And so she has to create a force field big enough to protect people from Jane so that they can kill enough people before Jane can get to them. Like that is what it is. And then the movie just disregards it completely. I hate it. All right. <laughs> I hate it. Anyway. So, um, she goes home. She has a scream nightmare nightmare, but Edward is there. Yeah. And, and we also find out that Charlie doesn't want Edward around anymore no he broke his daughter's heart like i sort of get that like yeah so she tells him like you got to change me and i'll wait until after high school that's fine but you got to change me and in the book he wants her to go to college and a bunch of other stuff and she's like no he's like someone's got to get a job Career vampire. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but she she goes to the Collins and is like, let's let everyone vote. Everyone votes yes, except for Rosalie, which is also a really interesting backstory point that they don't cover enough in the movie. I want that book as well. Her yes. backstory is genuinely yes. heartbreaking and Heart very upsetting. She doesn't, yes. she didn't want to be a vampire. She doesn't want this life She doesn't all. like being a vampire. No. Yeah, it's she just wanted to have babies. Yes. Oh, I really love that she like says, I wish that someone had been there to vote no for me. Like, I love that yep. point of view of it. I thought that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was because she knows everyone else is going to vote yes, but she, yeah. she still voices it. And in book four and a little bit in the movie, she really kind of before Bella turns still kind of tries to intercede and be like, maybe this is not a good idea. Yeah. And it has some problematic beliefs in book four. Well, not, not cause old, but, but because like she is acting out of her own trauma uh, as opposed okay. to realizing what is actually happening to Bella. Yes. But, okay. But fascinating backstory that does not get enough in the movie. All the good yeah. shit gets cut out. But in the yeah. scene, it shot like Edward's behind her as she's asking them to vote. And maybe it's just because he's like in soft focus. He's not like in focus. In my mind, he was like giving him the look like, guys, I was just about to break up with her again. Please don't vote to change her. <laughs> anyway, they vote yes, but they agreed to do it later, like not right this second. At the end of the school year. Yeah. For graduation. At, for graduation. Yeah. It's a graduation gift. Yeah, yeah. Graduation gift. So they go back to her house where they run into Jacob, who's like, I don't know if you forgot, but if you bite a human, the treaty is off and we are at war. And she's like, but I want to be one of them. And he's like, nope. He's like, I don't care. You're a woman and not allowed to have agency in yeah. Stephanie Meyer's books. Yes, bring right. that Mormonism to life. <laughs> <laughs> you belong in Relief Society, ma'am. Sorry, Mormons are laughing at that joke. Well, ex-Mormons yes. are laughing at that joke. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's the lady version is Relief Society. Yeah. Yes. So he basically is like, you shouldn't, you don't become one of them. This is fucked up. She's like, don't make me choose between you. And he's like, you did. Like, she's like, it's Edward. I chose. Yeah. And he's like, fuck that. I'm going to run away or whatever. Uh, but then Edward <laughs> oh, yeah. is. That's just like a 16 year old. That's exactly just what like I a 16 year old. <laughs> and Edward is like, I've got one condition. Like, I will turn you. If you want me to do it, you have to marry me. <gasps> yes. And that's, that's the movie. movie. Yay. I couldn't believe it when it happened. So having seen the movie, having talked about the movie, what do you guys think about New Moon? I hate this whole franchise. <laughs> 
same, Mikey. This movie wasn't even super fun to watch because it's so slow. There are sections yes. that are like super bonkers and are fun because it's like crazy shit. But like it's such a slog to get to those moments. Yes. I mean, I'm glad we've done this one so we can do the more bonkers ones later on. But like I yes. did not enjoy this watching experience. This it's the worst book. It's the worst movie. Okay. It really is. Okay. It is. Yeah. It's the worst yeah. one. I find that so easy to believe. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I barely remember the third one. I may have not seen the third one since I saw it in theaters. Four is nuts. Like, yeah. I can't wait for us to get to four because it's so crazy. I yeah. sort of can't wait to do the next ones because of this. The fourth one is why I have a Forks tattoo. It's like it's what made yes. me fall in love with Twilight is because it becomes so batshit. So Am I going to get a Forks tattoo, Jackie? <laughs> you want to join me? <laughs> I think you'll end up screaming a lot in that episode. Oh, I can't yeah. wait. Oh, yes. But also, I still hate all of this. <laughs> Absolutely. So does my husband, and I promised I would only get one Twilight tattoo. <laughs> I, I, he's like, I love you. He's like, I will never tell you what you can and cannot do with your body. However, could I just please ask that maybe only one Twilight tattoo was like, yes, okay, that I can do. I can do That's that. That's a good, one, 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 nice, healthy way to ask that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jackie, thank you so much for joining us once again as we continued our Twilight saga. We appreciate you being here. Oh, yes, thank, thank you guys so much for having me. I am always down to talk about Twilight whenever <laughs> you force Todd and Mikey to watch. Watch more Twilight. I am here oh. for you, Paige. I know we ain't getting forced to do nothing. So no. let, I'll no. talk about it anytime you it. want. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, please do come back for the, the continuing saga as we do three and four. We'll give you guys some breathing room. Four is two movies. Paige is like, we get to do New Moon. I was like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so. Jackie, would you mind telling us where our listeners can find more of you and the great stuff that you do? Ah, uh, please check me out over on the last podcast network. Yeah. I do a show called Page Seven, and starting February fourteenth, uh, my sister-in-law and I are doing a full deep dive season two from LPN on a Court of Thorns and Roses. So that's going to be Ooh. coming out in a couple of weeks, where we are going to be doing. 15 episodes of deep dives into oh, wow. A Court of Thorns and Roses, which is a literatica series that I have been absolutely obsessed with, and I turn everything I do uh, into work. So come <laughs> listen to it, because it is horny as fuck, it is violent Ooh. as fuck, and it's great. When you said literatica, oh, I need to Paige's read this face now. got so interested. I Dude, saw Paige. It. Yes, get through the first book. Okay. The last third of the first book is where it takes off. And okay. then the next four <laughs> books is just like, uh, 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 and it's written by a woman and it is like definitely sex scenes written with women in mind specifically. Okay. And it Love is, that. I all of the women I know have read it and they are all just like, uh, uh, <laughs> over fucking fairies, dude. It's oh, great. Hell yes. Okay. Like, cause I'll, I'll go to Ripped Bodice and see if they've got it and, and snag them all. Become a part of the high fae. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Jackie. We really appreciate it. Yes, Love you guys. Thank, thank you. you so much. So Paige, you have some fun facts for us? I do. Well, hit us with your fun facts. New Vampire, moon, fun, fun facts. facts. I gotta tell you, uh, the fun facts about these movies are so boring <laughs> because they're like, they're like, it made this much at the box office. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. We're gonna talk about that. In bo like, tell me the weird shit. Tell me <laughs> about the time that like somebody accidentally stabbed a guy. Like, what what are we doing? Uh, so. Anyway, these are the these are the most interesting fun facts I could find. There are some some gems, uh, but 
you know, not as many as you would think normally for a movie. The movie premiered on November 16th, 2009, which was A New Moon. Oh, wow. I think New Moon is a blank sky, which makes it even weirder of a title. It's weird. Well, it's all, it's all, they're all like Eclipse, New Moon. Yeah. I think she only called it New Moon because of like Uh, wolf. I studied the lunar cycle in fourth grade, okay? And I think I remember that Mm. New Moon is blank. Mikey, you are correct. Yes! I just looked it up. (laughs) So when Michael Sheen was cast as Arrow, he had no clue who the character was or what, they were about well i mean in all fairness i watched this whole movie and i have those same questions who's aro he is the vampire pope yeah basically oh i do love michael sheen though me too michael sheen's the best he only took this job because his daughter was a fan of the books i would have taken it for the money but he he's been a working actor for a while he probably didn't need it yeah yeah uh so throughout the twilight series Kristen stewart had to wear brown contact lenses to match bella's eyes which by the way i think is pretty dumb just let people have different colored eyes I, like the fact that people were like she was supposed to have brown eyes is really crazy to me well, yeah what is she a jim morrison song get over it guys mm-hmm. God. i get that one um nice. in some scenes when it was raining she had to remove them because of the rain uh, and because rain kept falling into her lenses and she wasn't able to see. So they had to digitally alter her eyes for the film. So I actually knew this because some of the uh, programs that I use in Premiere to like do after effects on production work, the company that I use it for, that was their first job. Oh, shit. And now that now they've gone on to make other software like that. And I, I happen it. to use some of it in the stuff that I do every day. So each member of the wolf pack, uh, in order to audition and participate in the film, had to provide proof of native descent. Okay. Chasky Spencer is Lakota Sioux. Uh, Bronson Peltier is Cree Metis. Alex Meraz is uh, Purpecha or, or Tarasco. And Kiwa Gordon is Hualapai. Tyson Houseman. Uh, who they found at open casting is Cree. Okay. So uh, Taylor Lautner has stated in some interviews that he has distant Native American ancestry, uh, specifically Odawa and uh, Potawatomi, uh, through his mother. Okay. So he also uh, provided some proof as well. Cool. Yeah. Uh, before Jacob almost kisses Bella, he says, "Quap uh, kilo." Quap Kilataule, which, and I am probably butchering that. I apologize. Uh, spelled K W O P K I L A W T L E Y. But it means stay with me forever in Quilute, which is the local tribe that they are, again, using all of their stuff without giving them anything in return. When Carlisle is cleaning Bella's wounds after the party and he he burns the blood soaked gauze. Yeah. It forms the flower that's on the new moon book cover. Okay. Okay. Yeah. These are the most fun facts. These were the most fun facts. The most fun facts. I have a fun fact. Oh, yeah. Taylor Lautner dated Taylor Swift. That is true. He also, and I mentioned this during the episode, almost didn't come back for this one because they didn't think he'd be able to be big enough in time um but did gain 26 pounds of muscle uh they had actually already planned who they were going to replace him with an actor named michael copan uh and he was literally on hand to replace him if that's what they decided to do he's gone on to have 
a, a different career as well and do all of his own stuff. But he was almost replacing and they do look alike but not like like they're definitely still different people but i can see why they kind of looked at him as an option sure. they have pretty similar facial features which is kind of interesting okay this movie was green lit one day after the first twilight movie opened in cinemas because it made so much money that first weekend that they were like back up the money truck let's go that's so crazy <laughs> like the, the fact that these movies made as much money as they did will always blow my mind oh that doesn't surprise me at all uh, this is like teen girls like this makes it's sense not even teen girls i was in i was in college and i was at the movie theater yeah yeah girls in their 20s had like cardboard cutouts of all of this stuff like it was well and, the, and this is terrible because girls in their 20s, I think, are, are looking at the, the two guys in this movie like, I would do filthy things to, to that this 16 year old. He's not 16 in real life, whatever. So during the argument uh, in Bella's truck where Edward and Bella are arguing, they had gotten notes from the first movie about how the fast running looked really fake. Which it did. Yeah, because it did. Uh, and so what they did in this one for one of the scenes is they actually have a body double get out of the truck and then have Robert Pattinson come from behind the camera. So it looks like he's just instantly like almost teleported. Yeah. Oh, I like uh, but it was a cleaner cut than actually doing the fast running. So uh, when Taylor Lautner lifts the mo motorbike out of the back of the truck, he was holding the bike up while wires on a crane held it and they were removed digitally. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. Every song in this film was written specifically for this film. Oh, I hate everything uh, about that fact so much. Oh, you mean so it's like City of Angels? Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, but not as good. <laughs> yeah. The no. town of Cinque Terre in, in Italy, which is the town of Volterra in the movie, uh, was chosen because of its uncanny resemblance to the Italian town described in Stephanie Meyer's novel. Now, when I read this, I had been to Assisi and I thought she was describing Assisi because it also resembles it very closely. But the difference between the two and between the one that she describes and what they used is that it didn't have a giant fountain. So they just like showed up at this town, put a bunch of people in like Handmaid's Tale robes and built a giant fountain out of plywood in the middle of the square. So It looks like a plywood fountain, actually. <laughs> it does. The scene where Bella is sinking into the depths was achieved by putting weights in Kristen Stewart's pockets and letting her sink in a swimming pool. Yeah. She was apprehensive about it. So the director was like, I'll do it. Because, you know, never make somebody do a stunt you yeah. wouldn't willingly, you know, do or whatever. Um, and so he got in the pool with the weights. And as soon as he hit the bottom, he freaked out, pulled the weights out of his pockets, and then swam to the surface saying, we can't do that to Kristen. We can't do it. So instead... They filmed her from the side and moved the camera backwards to achieve the effect of sinking. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yep. And those are your fun facts. Well, thank you for those fun facts, Paige. Let's talk a little bit about box office. So as Paige mentioned, this movie did come out in 2009. What do you think the production budget was when they greenlit this movie the day after the first one came out? I want to say this cost them 40K. Oh. No, not 40K, 40 million. <laughs> right. 40 million. 40 million, obviously, yes. Mikey, what do you think? 45. Mikey, you are closer. It was an even $50 million. Uh, and if you adjust that for inflation, that is roughly $68.2 million today. Now, the movie, as Paige did say, it premiered on November 20th, 2009, and it was the number one movie. The weekend it came out, it beat the number two movie, The Blind Side. Number three was 
2012. Number four was Planet 51. And number five was a re-release, I think, of Disney's A Christmas Carol. Oh. Unless that they did a new one at some point. No, uh, there was oh, a no. Jim Carrey That was version. Jim Carrey, yeah. Okay, so this yeah. Is, and this is the Jim Carrey version. You're right, Mikey. Yeah. But either way, Twilight crushed it that weekend. What do you think it made in its opening weekend? $22 million. So, Mikey, you think twenty-two million? No, I think more. I think like forty-five billion, fifty million. Okay, you think it's made? You think it made its budget back the first weekend? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna say sixty-five. Okay, all right. So, guys, you are both under half of what it made in its opening weekend. Oh it, my god! It made a hundred and forty-two point <laughs> eight million dollars. We've not been Jeez. that far off in so long. In its opening weekend. This movie made money. It was in the box office for a total of 19 weeks domestically. So it started November of 2009 and ended its run in March of the following year. But what do you think it made domestically at the box office? 300 million. Yeah, I was going to say these made so much fucking money. Yeah, and this is just domestically. Just domestically, I'm going to say 180. Okay, Mikey was close. It was 296 Point six million dollars just <laughs> domestically. It made another three hundred and ninety point nine million dollars internationally. Guys, for a total of six hundred and eighty seven point five million dollars. If you adjust that for inflation to today's dollars, it's almost a billion dollars. It's nine hundred and thirty seven point nine million dollars today. Wow. Yeah. This movie made tons of money and I am furious about it. But that is your box office. So this week, I guess Jackie made us watch Twilight <laughs> New Moon. True, true. Uh, and yeah, I think, sure. Paige, if we continue the order, it's your turn next. So what are you going to make us watch next week? Oh, God, I forgot that it was my turn. Hold up. Um... Oh, wait, should we officially do? Do we think they're still together? No, no, we can't do that because there's too many sequels. Yeah, Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. they are. Unfortunately, we know that they're, they yeah. are. Let's do the romance scale. The romance scale, scale one to ten, how romantic we found this film. I guess I'll go first. Negative. No, I'm giving it a one. Yeah, I'm going to give it a one as well. Nothing is romantic in this movie. I'm going to say that I think if this was a lust scale, not a love scale, oh. I give Jacob some points. But because everything in this is toxic and terrible, I'm going to go negative as well. So is that a one? <laughs> yeah, I guess it's a fucking one. Okay. <laughs> I'm giving it a one as well. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay. And that's the romance game. So this week, I guess Jackie made us watch uh, New Moon. Uh, what are you making us watch next week, Paige, as I believe we continue your turn? We're going to do 2014's About Last Night. Okay. I actually don't think I've seen this. Okay. So there is a 1986 version. You mean the 2014 version with Kevin Hart? Yes. I mean, I mean the 2014 version with Kevin Hart, which is everywhere. It's on a million things. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a remake of the a 1986 version, apparently, from what I read. It is. But I remember seeing this one in theaters and actually finding it very, very funny and very enjoyable. So, Well, yes. cool. So your homework next week is to get wine drunk and watch About Last Night from 2014. Yes. So, Mikey, do you have a review for us to read? Not yet, Todd. Well, while you're looking one up, let me tell them how they can have their review read on the podcast and then us to leave us a five-star text review. So, Mikey, whose review are you going to read this week? Hit me with that review. Five-star review. review. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read BGecko61's review entitled Y'all Should Know. Well, what does BGecko61 have to say? Oreos makes gluten-free double-stuffed Oreos five stars. <laughs> 
This is very good information. This is a good thing to know. I've had them. They're really good, actually. I just love that Oreos is like at, like doing a viral marketing campaign on people's reviews, apparently. Yeah. It is interesting, yeah. Did we talk about Oreos or gluten-free Oreos? I don't remember I don't enough. remember. I don't remember either. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I'm assuming we did, but B. Gecko, thanks so much for the hot Oreo tip. We appreciate it. And if you want to have Mikey read your hot grocery store tip, or a review, leave us a five-star review. So, um, yeah, guys, if you like this power thruple that we have here on this podcast, make sure to check out our other podcast, The Horror Virgin, and that is the only other podcast that Mikey and I are on, but Paige gets around, and she is on two other podcasts, Black Card Rehab and Cult Podcast. So, guys, definitely check out those because they're amazing. If you want to follow us on social, we are at Romancing the Pod Show. Yes, on yes. Instagram, and we are at something else on Twitter. Who I just have never taken the time to learn. It's, it. it's just Romancing Pod Show because they have a character oh. limit, and it's show S H O like Showtime. So, guys, check that out as well. And if you want to follow us all individually, Paige is at Rampage Wesley everywhere, including TikTok, except for Twitter, where she is at Paige Wesley. Mikey is at M Randolph twenty four, and I am at Todd J Awesome everywhere. And guys, we got a P.O. box. So if you want to send us some love letters or whatever you might send to a P.O. box, it's actually not a P.O. box. It's like a regular street address. It's pretty awesome. It's 6688 Nolensville Road, number 108-34, Brentwood, Tennessee, 37027. So send us some stuff. Yeah. That's going to be it for us, you guys. I'm Paige. I'm Mikey. And I'm Todd. And you complete us. To completion. I just want to... Jump off a cliff until you notice me. <laughs> oh no. Bye. New moon nerds. Yeah.